three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome everybody, it's Thursday, July 28th, it's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, you know it better as the Big X, we're rocking and rolling until 5.30 today, before we hand the reins over to Jody Deming of the Cardinal Insider, and we have the uh, Louisville Bats at 7.05 again, looking for their fifth straight win now, Trevor Kelsey, four in a row after last night's win over Columbus, uh, Columbus sucks, the Bats rule, we'll go for five in a row tonight, uh, Trevor Kelsey with me as always, rocking the uh, Earth So Good t-shirt today, looking great, feeling great, you talking know, great. I know he's on Arizona now, but you know what, I wore this at the Super Bowl, he got the game-winning touchdown that game. We'll always hold a I, I special place there, in our heart. There will always be a place in our heart for Ertz. Now why wouldn't and you... And his wife. Okay. Why? why... <laughs> well, so the shirt that I wore, I wore the same shirt for every game of the 2013 Big East Tournament and NCAA Tournament. And after we won the Nationals, I retired the shirt. It's in my third drawer, bottom of the third drawer, forever. Like I won't, I won't wear it again. I retired the shirt. You chose not to retire that shirt. It holds a special place in your heart. But what if it gets like ripped up or something terrible happens while you're wearing it? Um. Well, I mean, how ripped up could a shirt be sitting on my couch? I mean, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe it gets caught in your car when you're getting out of uh, the, the car to come here and do the show. I guess that's a possibility. It's a possibility. Uh, I mean, it could happen. Um. I mean, more than likely is the. The, the, the option of me, you know, the shirt suddenly becoming too small for me. Um, I hope not. I don't want to get, I think this should be about basic shirts I need to be getting. Anything bigger would be leading to what's eating Gilbert a grape. I mean, that's the other thing about that shirt <laughs> that I wore in 2013. I probably couldn't wear it now if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, like no. now, now, yeah, 2013 shirts, yeah, probably, uh, probably a little snug now for me as well. The thing was, especially with like the national championship stuff, like post the game, even like the twenty, the uh, the, the year before in the final four year, like two X's were a little snug on me. I didn't care. I was so yeah. excited to like be in the final four. I have probably a half dozen or more like final four shirts I've never worn because they've never been too. They've never. They've always been too small for me to wear. But you've got them. It's it all didn't stop. I didn't care. I bought them. Same with national championship stuff. I bought so much national championship t shirts. Half of them I probably have never worn, and it's not because I don't want to. It's just because they didn't fit, and I didn't care. I just like, I have to have them anyway. I, I got I got to get them. I get that. I'm we, wondering what the bats now. See, my first game with the bats, they won like five in a row. Right. They were they were hot, and then they got cold. Yeah. And now they're only good when you're not on. Cold. And now I go and fill in a game randomly, and they lose. But the only game I, they lost that series. But se- but since yeah, and since then they've won five in a row or they've four won, in a row. They've won uh, four in a row, going for five tonight. So, I believe they've won five out of six. 
because they won two out of three against Nashville. They won two in a row against Columbus. Yep. They, they won the game before that. So bats are hot. Nick Curran, rocking and rolling. You can hear all the action right here. 1450 the Big X. He's oh, yeah. 35 coverage, 705 first pitch. That's right. Columbus sucks. We're going to win six in a row. No big deal. I can't. Yeah, screw Columbus. I, even though I didn't lay my head there for a little brief time. And tonight I was is, more in Dublin, though, which is a suburb of Columbus. That's where podcast uh, Trevor yep. lives. That's where I stayed for for summer. And tonight is the, um, what is it? It's, it's like the bro bro tank night. If yeah, you wear, if, if you, that, yeah. It's what it's called. If you <laughs> wear know. a tank top to tonight's game, you get $7 tickets. It's also Copa night. Um, they're celebrating the, 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 the Copa, the Latin American heritage, all that stuff going on. They, I don't think they're doing the... Those hats they wear that are so cool. Sombreros? Um, no, not. No. <laughs> I guess Ramsey's not going to the game. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, 705 tonight is the game. We've got lots to get to today. Today's going to be. I, I, I've got a plan for today, which, I mean, good luck to me. Never going to go great. Never going to go according to plan. <laughs> start with me asking, what the hell's with the picture on your your show tweet? <laughs> it's unnamed baby. It's a it recruit, recruiting is creepy, but there is there's a lot of recruiting stuff to get to today, both on the football and basketball front. Basketball, I think, is a little bit more interesting because we know more. There are a couple of new names on Louisville's radar. Yep. One in particular that I like to talk about, who's uh, I think planning potentially to be here for Louisville Live, which could be a big deal. Ooh. Football, we've got the 502 BBQ this weekend. A lot of we seven committed prospects are coming here, just in getting their fix. A lot of other uh, recruits who are uncommitted are coming here. Uh, we'll get excited about that. Surprised we weren't invited to that. It's the five hundred two BBQ, Trevor. I, I don't know how else to tell you this. We're not going to be any, invited to anything football related. It's just it's not going to happen. <laughs> At least until the, the next defensive coordinator comes in. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's just it's not going to happen. I'm just saying, if Braum was here, we'd be there. There probably wouldn't be a 502 BBQ, though. It'd be the Braum BBQ. That's fine. Anyway. BBBBQ. So we're going to talk about that good stuff. <laughs> There's really nothing else going on to get into as far as, like, big football, big basketball, big women's basketball topics. So we can just uh, rely on the Thornton text line today. It's going to be a good text line day. Typically, that's Wednesday. But uh, for this week, we'll make Thursday the big heavy text line day. So hit us up at 502-414-1450 if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, uh, topic ideas. If you have thoughts about anything, it doesn't have to be Louisville-related. We'll, it's a grab bag day. Hit us up. And while you're doing that, make sure you are a Thornton's Refreshing Rewards member. And if you are a Refreshing Rewards member, make sure you're enrolled in the Th- uh, Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Each week, all summer long, they're giving away ten grand at the end of the week to a lucky Refreshing Rewards member who has enrolled in the Summer Cash Bash. To make that happen, all you got to do, open the app up click the summer cash bash icon and you are entered if you're not a refreshing rewards member just text 80313 to uh just text that number 80313 today with the text rewards all one word and you will be enrolled thornton summer cash bash still going on all summer long we love thorntons speaking of random thoughts i got one for you okay right off the bat didn't take long 12 minutes in and now I want you to let me finish this before you come through the window and start smacking me around and beating okay, me in the chair. Okay, that's a promise. So last night about 1230, I flipped through the guide, and I thought about your wife. Okay. <laughs> calm down now. Put the chair down. Uh, I was flipping through, and I just now, now since I've seen the Merry movie list, uh-huh. the movies have stuck out to, in my brain. And I'm flipping through here, and I stop, and I see one Merry movie. And I keep going, and I see a second Merry movie. I keep going. I see a third Mary oh, movie man. all on and starting roughly months. And I thought, man, if Mary's awake, she'd be just in, in Sophie's choice hell right now. No way she's awake. The three, I mean, there's no way guessing because she get you gave me about twenty of her movies. Right. So, uh, one of them I have never actually seen. <clears throat> well, the two I love, which is Fugitive and A Time to Kill, were two of them. Okay. 
Uh, the third was love and basketball. She loves love and basketball. I don't. I, I, that's I'm gonna. I'm just gonna write this one up to age on this one. Age difference because. I remember when that came out, I was, I think, like 17 or 18, and I was like, this just looks like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I'm life. not the biggest fan. Yeah. Girls love it. <laughs> I, I Girls guess. my age love it. Is it like a Save the Last Dance thing? I mean. Sort of. I mean, that's another one like I never grasped. Let's play one-on-one <laughs> for your heart. <laughs> How many times have you had to do that movie? <laughs> I've. It's one of those movies that I've never sat down and watched from start to finish, but I've seen it, the bits and pieces so many times that I feel like I've seen it. Like I know the lines, I know the, I know how it ends, I know the end scene, I know all that stuff. I, you know, I've seen the, that part a million times, but I, I've never actually sat down and watched it from start to finish. Nor do I ever intend to. It's Omar Epps, right? Correct. And do you remember? I can't remember who who's who's the girl, who's the love interest. I forget. I don't remember her name. I can't remember if it was somebody that was relatively popular like that at that time or or not. I do love. I, was, I know we don't have to get into the the Mary list, but I, I just one thing I remember sticking out to me as I'm watching it. One, like I said, her time frame is spot on like you can almost see like early, heavy mid, heavy mid 90s mid uh, heavy 90s and then you have some more relatively stuff like inglorious bastards in there but yeah. uh i remember looking down like okay parent trap okay not good pretty woman i mean legally blonde i can see that then i was like okay she's got sleeping with the enemy and enough and i've seen both but i started thinking to myself man i hope i'm not rutherford if he gets her mad <laughs> like i'm looking like some of the <laughs> i know better <laughs> like I mean, she's clearly trained over here uh also, it's complicated. The breakup. I'm like, is there a problem I need to know about it? the Rutherford House? I mean, no. Basically, <laughs> if you look at that list, any Nancy Myers movie is pretty much going to be on there. I'm not familiar with Nancy Myers. She did apparently. Father of the Bride. She did. Well, um, she did the. Re- I'm assuming these are the remakes too, because Father of the Bride is a reboot. Yeah, she did. She like all those movies. She did. Um, I'm trying to think of more recently. I can't think of the one uh, with like Jim uh, Krasinski, or John Krasinski. Is that the guy played Jesus? No, that's Jim Caviezel. Oh. Uh, John Krasinski was Jim from The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's in a movie? He's in a lot of movies. Ser- I thought I know we did the 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 um the Dom Clancy TV show thing, right? Didn't he? Did, he? but he's also been in several movies. Well, no, no, I take it back. I do know he's in the movie uh that um That is it's complicated. Oh, is it okay. I was thinking that what's the football movie that was written by um Yeah, the dude from um used to be Sports Illustrated. Uh, I think it's something else. No, the guy used to write. Who's the guy that writes? He used to write the back article in Sports Illustrated. Um, who sucks now? Yeah, uh, he, Riley, well, Rick Riley. Rick Riley. Yeah, he loved him in Sports Illustrated. He hated him on ESPN. Leatherheads was the movie. Leatherheads. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote that movie with uh, George Clooney. I'm sure it sucks. Um, a lot of people do hate it, and I don't understand completely why. I don't know why. It just it's it's a guilty pleasure of mine, but it's not very good. It's supposed to be based on like the 50s, like in, before the NFL forming and stuff. But he's in that movie. Yeah, he he is. Well done. Uh, so so we've got the uh, we've got the recruiting stuff to get to. We've got I don't know maybe nice Trevor segue. Trevor will define give his definition of a recession. Can we do that today? Well, isn't that when people will need money? <laughs> there you go. I mean, am I wrong or right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm giving a broad term. I get it, but I mean, anyway, we, we, <laughs> I don't know. How to, I don't know how to go from there. It is also we should we have to mention this. It's National Intern Day, appropriately enough, because Jenna's not here today. Is it really? Yeah, National well, Intern Day. Interns have their own national day now? The day after, the only day of the week where Jenna's here today is National Intern Day, so she's not here to celebrate. That's We'll give Jenna a shout-out anyway. That's classic. We're not going to pay you, but we're going to give you a national day. Well, most interns are paid. We just Not always. I didn't get paid to an intern, did you? I've, I've never been an unpaid intern. I don't think I ever was like, te- I think I was a, you yeah, well, yeah, I was an intern, but I was paid. Even at the law office you got paid? 
Yeah, but I wasn't an intern there. I was a courier oh. and clerk. I mean, I, I got paid a bit. I, I paid much. But I, I only paid. interned for like, I think like four months maybe before I got paid. But I mean, I still interned without getting paid. Yeah, I mean, unpaid internships kind of suck. But Jenna's, she's doing the best she can. She's soldiering through. And well, she's only here two days a week anyway. Yeah. I think she, she might actually come with us. She might be tomorrow at the uh, as we're on location. Oh, really? Because we are at Oxmoor. Uh, Oxmoor Ford. Oxmoor Ford. Thank Ox- you. By the Oxmoor Mall. We're Oxmoor Ford again by the Oxmoor Mall. We did a remote there a few weeks ago. I don't care. She's been out there a couple of times as well. Been more than a few weeks, but yeah. So we'll be out there from 3 to 5.30 tomorrow if you want to stop by. And I don't know. Give us the finger and moon Trevor. Do whatever you want to do. It'll be fun. We'll have a good time. <laughs> well, I texted her and told us, because I don't know why I just brain farted for a moment thinking she did Fridays. Because I think because she was with us last Friday to make up for missing last Wednesday. And when I remembered we had the remote, I was like, I texted her. I was just like, oh, just heads up. If you if you can make it out, you can't. No big deal. But we're going to be at Oxmoor on Friday. And then before she could even reply, I texted her right back. I was like, wait a second. She didn't even work on Fridays. Yeah, she just did last week. Yeah. She, and it just, she it, missed it, on Wednesday. But and it she, threw she me off. She loved the show so yeah. much that she had to come in on Friday. It just threw me off. So as soon as, soon as I sent it, I was like, what am I doing? She didn't even, and I sent back. I was like, my bad. I forgot you don't work Friday. Yeah, they got out of she said she might make it, so but she can come out there. Uh, people can come out and see uh, me, Jenna, for the first time. Yeah, she gets. I mean, that's if I'm Jenna, I'm not coming out then. <laughs> I mean, God, we got to do something to get people to come out and see us. <laughs> Everybody scared her away yesterday during the end of the, yesterday's show. So uh, another one. I scared another intern away. Well, you and then the text line. It was a combined effort, mostly you, but <laughs> more text line. Just scared her away at the end of yesterday's show. Every why does every intern have scare away? Male, female, it doesn't matter. They all get scared of me. And run away. You're an equal opportunity offender. Oh, thank you. I know. I, I don't hold any punches back. You really don't. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just looking at the so. <laughs> quick aside. This is going to make you mad because you hate hearing about this. Um, so the I'm doing the umpire for the Jack Harlow homies <laughs> kickball tournament. What's it called? It's the the homies, the group. Oh, okay. That's their, right. You've told it's me It's their that. third yeah, annual yeah, kickball yeah, tournament. Yeah. Jack Harlow's going to be there. Peyton Siva confirmed he's going to be there the other day. Uh, Kyle Couric now is maybe getting involved. Might crash it. It's going to be fun. But I'm going to be I'm the umpire for this. So they, they messaged me yesterday. They're like, hey, do you have an umpire shirt? And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't. I was like, I don't. They're like, no worries. We'll get you one. And then today, uh, my guy Chris just sends me an email with now, the- Would an umpire shirt just be all blue opposed to a referee shirt, which is striped? No, I mean, I think I think it's a, it's look, it's kickball. I think just, I think they wear striped shirts because don't umpires just wear a blue shirt in baseball? Yeah, but it, this isn't baseball; it's kickball. Okay, I'm just going by the terms. You say umpire. I'm just trying to be, you know. I mean, umpires in other sports, you know, they they're technically umpires in soccer, aren't they? They wear yellow shirts, right? Are they called? I, that's a good I question. Don't I don't who know knows? either. Who cares? Anyways, Drew <laughs> trying to be realistic over here. Drew sent me an email today saying, like, here are the rules of kickball. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know. And like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is way too dense. I'm like, surely to God, I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to enforce an infield fly rule in kickball. Like, there's there's multiple rules other than you kick the ball, you catch it, and you're... you're yes, it, it, like the, the rules that I was sent, the PDF that I was sent was way too complicated. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, come on. Now I'm terrified I'm going to screw something up and like Carl Anthony Towns is going to beat me up in front of everybody. No, I definitely want to be there to see that. You're gonna to have to be there. I'm no, okay. I got here. I mean, give me, give me some of these. I want, to, I want to know some of the rules of kickball. Other than if you catch the ball, the person who kicked it's out. If you throw the first or a base before, and the ball rises before the player's foot hits the base, they're out. I mean, okay, just your, real your quick. basic rules. I mean, here's the, the subcategory: equipment. <laughs> All games will be played with a yellow Mikasa official kickball, eight and a half inches. Metal cleats are not allowed. Okay. One, middle cleats not allowed to correct. Two, kickballs are red, not yellow. No. Uh, the official kickball for official kickball is yellow. Well, they're officially, uh, yellow they're, they're officially wrong. 
No, I feel like yellow is the No, the you got to go red. No. You got to go red. And it's Louisville on Pitching, top of it. Pitching, well, you're arguing with the official rules of kickball. Well, so I'm arguing with the I'm already getting thrown out of the game. Pitching, <laughs> the ball must bounce a minimum of two times or roll prior to entering the batting area. That's that's a given, yeah. Pitches must be underhand and released below the waist with no excessive bounce. Well, you're limited to two bounces anyway, so that should be kind of moot to put in there. But The strike zone extends to one foot on either side of home plate. To the inside of the kickball and one foot high to the bottom of the kickball the last time the ball bounces prior to crossing the home plate area. I, see, I'm already lost. Love of God. I've I got no idea. You lost me in the middle of that sentence. I'm going to need everybody to just kick every pitch because I'm not I'm not calling balls and strikes. I mean, you're going to call, you're going to walk. Somewhere. I mean, I would think a, a ball has to be above the shin or within like a foot away from um, from to the left or right of whatever side of the plate they're sitting on. I'm not going after a homie for, for bouncing the ball too many times when he's pitching. I'm not going to kick anybody out. Maybe <laughs> What if I just kick everybody out? Are you going to strike somebody out for looking? Like, Animated home plate dance. You'd be out there like, you'd, uh, like uh, what was his name? Angel Hernandez? I was going to say in uh, in the uh, Naked Gun when he bridges up as no. the umpire. Leslie Nelson? Yeah, but that was, what was his character? Like paparazzi or something he's know. supposed to be? The guy actually. <laughs> what if I did do that? Just like got over the top for like a. Ha, ha, ha! <laughs> Call a strike before it's halfway there. <laughs> I mean, that's just awesome. Hita! You please do that. I mean, that would be awesome. Just send send to Harlow. He's out. Send him home. Get he, your ass back in the bed. He, he back talks. You throw him out of the game. <laughs> Afterwards, I'm like, I've no, I blacked out. I got so drunk with power. I had no idea that it was going to happen. Uh, I mean, I agree with that. National news. Other than the fact that they got the color of the ball wrong, I'm all for the rules. I mean, they seem like ba- those seem like basic rules. There are many more. There's many more. I mean, those those seem to be all of them that you need, right? I mean, like they have a whole section about uh, a whole section, a whole section about like staying in the baseline when you're running. Like, what if I call somebody out for being well? That's an that, inch outside the baseline. That's a basic baseball because kickball and baseball have similar rules. I Correct. Mean, that, that's and that's a basic baseball rule. You know that. But it's all about the umpire's discretion. Like, what if I I don't? I, <laughs> am I going to rule Eric Wood out because he's a half inch outside the baseline when he's running? What if he runs funky? He's like one of those goofy runners that like way, wags when he runs or something. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Make it out there, August tenth. 6 to 9.30, I believe the event is, at Jim Patterson Stadium. Tickets available now. But I won't be there. Well, because you can, you can buy a ticket if you want. <laughs> I'm going to heckle the umpire. Do it. I'm going to sit behind home plate and heckle you the entire game. <laughs> the entire, like, the rest of the crowd just joins in. What is some good umpire chant, with referee chant? <laughs> like Something about glasses, right? I believe he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how was speaking of chance and stuff? How was AEW last night? You're not as chipper as I was expecting you to be. I'm not it, chipper. I feel like I'm in a good mood. It made me think that it was a down night. No, no, it was, it was a uh, it was a good night of AEW. Good wrestling night. Uh, we had opened up with a great uh, Moxley match versus uh, Roosh, spelled R U S H, but it's pronounced Roosh. Not Nick. Um, no, and uh, had a great Daniel Garcia, uh, as I mentioned, match with uh, they announced a trios tournament coming up. Some all out information. So. All in all, it was a good good women's match with Thunder Rosa. It was a good match. It was a good AEW night. Good. Watch AEW. Watch The Wedding Singer, which made me giggle hearing the mic comment in our open again. Because I just got a bald hair and decided to watch The Wedding Singer. Mainly because I'm going to go on a tease you today's music theme because you won't get it. And if I did try to make you get it, you'll just get mad at me. Sounds good. Um, after I watched uh, AEW and I uh, watched a, a random episode of SVU, 
I uh, flipped through the channels and I saw, of course, those movies I mentioned. It was about 12 o'clock. And I couldn't find anything to watch. I didn't feel like stopping any of the Mary movies. No offense, Mary. And I stopped on like, you ever seen the MTV Classic channel on your guide? Back in the day, yeah, but they they canceled it. Well, no, it's no, it's still around. Oh, they, they canceled bring it on back? you, yeah, maybe on well, your. No, they they made a whole press release and stuff. They sent it out that the, the channel was going away. Like when you go to, on my guide, if you go to nine hundreds, your HDs, and then but if you go to six hundreds, it's like all the other movie channels, like you know the non HD stuff plus HD. And when you get to the bottom of it, it starts your like eight hundreds. That's your MTV. Yeah, ESPN Classic's gone. Well, it's an MTV Classic on the... Uh... Oh, MTV Classic. You said ESPN Classic. No, MTV Classic. MTV I'm Classic. Sorry, yes. MTV Classic I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah, ESPN Classic used to be great. It's gone. I didn't know it was gone. It was. It took them out of the HDs and I never watched it anymore. Yeah, it, it died on December 31st last year. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, I poured my drink out, but I only got one left on me. Um, so, yeah, so I stopped on MTV Classic and I stopped right at like, the beginning of the hour and it was the uh, I, I Want My 80s and where it plays just the music videos. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I'll probably tell you why I did it, but uh, I'll let you use your imagination. Set and watch the entire hour of the program. And it played five music videos. Okay. And these are the five that are going to play. In the order I watched them, the five music videos. Thank you for telling me that. Because, yeah. (laughs) What if I guessed that? What what if you (laughs) put a random moment? I'm like, are these songs that you played because you saw them last night while stoned and watching I Love the 80s on MTV Classic? Oh, my God. I mean, it's, well, somebody else could be like, those sounds sound familiar. I was watching MTV Classic at midnight last night. Nobody listening to the show is watching MTV Classic. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know why. And I just, I, I sat there and I watched like the first two or three. And I sat watching through the videos. I thought, this is like some random stuff. I was like, this is tomorrow's theme. I'm just going to sit and watch the rest of the show. And I did. Well, now I'm excited to hear the songs. <laughs> you should be. I, I wish you could watch the videos too with me like I did. Texas says 502-414-1450. Mike, please line everyone up for a cleat check at Harlow Celebrity Kickball Tournament. That te- that's probably the best idea that's come from the text line in a long time. Dude, please tell me at some point you'll go out to the pitcher and like ask him to like raise his hat and check him for her sandpaper or something. I'm going to pull a tape measure out and just like measure the circumference of the ball in the middle of the game. Like imagine the very first game. Like that's so crazy. I'm sure they're going to have some sort of M- MC out there who's like, all right, let's we the starting lineups like Jack I'm Harlow available. places going nuts and everybody's going nuts and like all right let's play ball and I'm like hold on <laughs> hold on red team on the third baseline blue team first baseline cleat check <laughs> lift up your feet let me check it takes like forty five minutes <laughs> you take every shot and like, like inspecting inspecting I got thoroughly. One, of those, one of those brushes just like looking and like uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. You got tape measure checking to make sure there's no spikes in the bottom longer than than they need to be. Texas Mike, if you eject <laughs> someone of my choosing at kickball, I will donate ten dollars to the cause. I'll donate a hundred if you throw out Harlow. <laughs> I'd probably. The thing is, that would be it'd be great pub for the show in the station. Oh, it'd be awesome. It'd be national news. Oh yeah, it'd Jack Harlow tossed out of his own celebrity kickball. I'll tournament. make sure to videotape it, and he loses his mind, and like you just throw him out. Imagine if I tried that. They'd go viral. They would, throw, they would throw me out. Like, they would be like, no, Even yeah. better. I'd be forcibly removed. <laughs> it's even better, man. Texas Jenna will never hear this. She had no idea Damian Lee was on the show. Yes, she did. Did she? Uh, did we ask her about it? I don't remember. She knew. Be- I-, I know she knew because she retweeted the tweet from um, from Tuesday. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, when we had him on. She may not have listened, but she knew, <laughs> but she knew he was on the show. 
What's worse, I was here. I wasn't even listening sometimes. That's fine. Texas says, I bought the red version of the ugly sleeve 2013 postseason jerseys. I wore it every round, and it's now retired in my closet with the Peyton Steven Gorgie Zhang signatures. Yeah. I retire. Yeah. I mean, I'll never wear that shirt that I wore again. I mean, I don't remember every shirt I wore leading up. I did, I wore different shirts leading up to our run. I just wore this one at the Super Bowl. So Did you see, like, so... I used to do that, though, back, especially, like, around that... Earlier, younger Trevor was more into the, I'm going to wear the same thing every day until... Oh, I did the same thing in 2012. I was wearing... I, I did do that. In the heat yeah. of New Orleans, walking from uh, Bourbon Street to the Superdome in, like, early... It, it's hot as hell. I'm wearing jeans, like, brown shoes, a long sleeve shirt under a red U of L shirt. I'm sweating my ass off, but I'm like, I wore this every game in the Big East Tournament. I wore every game for our game watches at my buddy's house. I, I can't stop now. If we lose, I'll never forgive myself. And or if we, if we, if we lose and I changed my outfit, I'd never forgive myself. But we lost and I didn't change my outfit, so it is what it is. Um, <laughs> text. Uh, okay. Already, we're not even in first sec break, and we've already got text we can't read. Well, no, it's just it is what it is. <laughs> it didn't take long. Texas, I feel like mom's Mike's mom needs to be on the show when Jenna is on, just in case she has to put Trevor in a corner for like five minutes or use Mike's full name. I'm only kidding, of course, because it's hilarious, but so awkward at the same time. Yeah, we had a great what, time with what, my mom's birthday last night. Yeah, how did that go? How, what, what did you get your mom for your birthday? We went to Cole's, um The department store? No, the pizza place. Oh. And then we went to a homemade ice cream and pie kitchen, which is right there. Oh, always nearby. good. Yeah, yeah. Always good. Virginia was going nuts. Just looking at all the cakes. Oh. Like, we took her in there like three times before we actually went in there as a group uh, because she just wanted to look at all the cakes. You got me thinking about ordering a pecan pie from there now. I love their pecan pie. Yeah, it was it was torture for me, but uh, it was... Yeah, you couldn't eat anything, could you? Yeah, it was not, not great, but it was it was okay. Um, we had a good time. We got her... This is... You said earlier this week, like how many times have you like picked out a gift? Like Mary handles the gifts wrong. Oh, yeah, like yeah. She knows. She picked out a, a purse for her that was very, very nice. My mom loved it. So she was pumped about that. My brother got her a ton of books. He always does. Um, so it was it was a good time. We had, we had a, she had a good birthday, and she just loved spending time with the grandkids, of course. Does your mom read, like, the uh, the trashy novels? No. My mom like, reads. Like the Fabio cover novels. Like, I mean, she's into that age. I could see that being, like. No, she's a little bit more highbrow. Not, not that she's looking down on, on trashy Tom novels. Tom Clancy? But she's, no. no. <laughs> Tom Grissom. She reads everything. Mom mom and my brother Paul read, like, five books a month. Like, they just, like, tear through A stuff. month? Yeah, they read all the time. I haven't read five books in my life. My mom doesn't watch TV. Like, she just she works, 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 and then reads. Like, that's, she's. I can't do that. Well, we know, Trevor. Like, no. <laughs> you know, some things don't need to be said. I mean, I didn't know if you were aware of that or not. Um, <laughs> speaking of, you mentioned like uh, the the 2013 sleeve jerseys. I I've made it a point to say this for a long time. The worse postseason jerseys that Adidas gives us, the better we play. Like yeah. the the infrareds. Let's not. We have there's a revisionist history with the infrareds because everybody loves them now because we went to the final four when they came out. They're hideous. Everybody hated yeah. them. I mean, let's let's be real. They're orange. They look like Syracuse. Jerseys. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're hideous. They're awful jerseys. But they have it was it's like you know winning the world's ugliest dog contest. Like it's so <laughs> they ended up becoming so ugly that they were cute in the long run because we we had wow. success. They in were that. cute because we went to the final four. We lose in the first round. Those things are exactly. getting like burned in the eulogy. They're, yeah. they're like one of the more infamous jerseys we've ever had. Yeah. A year later, we have sl- we won a national title in sleeved camo jerseys. I mean, in the in the positive though, is we, we never had to wear anything but the white. It's true. We never actually had to pull out. And the, the reds were worse. I think the reds were the white at least because you couldn't like if you were just glancing, you may not even notice the sleeves as much. But the next year, they were twenty fourteen. That team is so t-shirts. good. Our biggest problem wasn't drawing UK in the Sweet Sixteen. It was our jerseys were way too normal. They looked Ooh, way too nice. Yeah, we should have been wearing like a diamond pattern something. Or... That was our biggest issue. And in, yeah. in 2015, I have this on high authority. 
because those we went to the Elite Eight, and those uniforms weren't great. We had a, they had the weird kind of I think it was the cummerbund look on the shorts. It just yeah. they looked awkward. Rick Pitino. I think I have a pair of those, actually. Rick Pitino openly went to the athletic department and Adidas and said, we want to wear the infrareds. Like, we want those for the postseason run. And Jurich nixed it. He was like, no. He's like, we're not doing it again. So Rick was kind of bitter about that. But we had those. Like, those were a little – they were just ugly enough to get us into the Elite Eight, but not so ugly that we went to the Final Four. And since then, our biggest problem is we've had way too normal uniforms. It hasn't been the scandals. hasn't been the, the postseason bans or the coaches getting fired or the players fighting over you know chicken fingers after games. It's been the uniforms for the postseason have been too normal. We need ugly-ass uniforms again. If you give us a trash bag this year, I don't care what the team looks like going into the ACC tournament, we're winning a national title. But my issue now is Adidas has formed a, a formal partnership with like Gucci. They announced it this week, like a, a like an athletic wear brand. So now I'm I'm terrified that we're going to have like these high end, like way too nice, fancy uniforms for the postseason, well, and we're never going to win an NCAA I mean, tournament game again. Even though if they're nice, that mean they can't be ugly. Yeah, but it's Gucci. I don't know. I mean, does Gucci does Gucci everything looks good? I I know Gucci by its name, but I couldn't tell you a Gucci right. item from. But still, like I mean, give us a trash bag. Is from, what I'm saying. From your hat with one letter left on it to my, you know, to any random other hat. All I mean, I'm saying is Gucci is known to be high end. So even if it doesn't look good to us, it's probably going to be like expensive. And there are fashionistas who will say, "Well, those are those are gorgeous." But there could have been like we kids need ugly who thought, uniforms. But kids probably thought our infrareds were cool. I don't think they did. Really? I mean, they're, the, they're a school color that is not a school color. Because that's all. I, that's all I keep telling myself every time I see like most of these schools that wear the the hideously and butt ugly stuff that they wear, which is like ninety eight percent of it. And I'm like, well, the kids probably think it's cool, so who cares? The thing about the the infra whatever like you, chrome helmets, we were the, we were the only stupid. ones. The you know they gave them to all the Adidas schools. The infra they had, they were infra greens for Baylor. All the schools that wore them, yeah, Baylor's were bright. I remember. All the schools that wore them played insanely deep into the NCAA tournament. Like they, and I think the first one to lose, because there were six schools, I think Indiana said thanks, but no thanks. We're not wearing these. But Kansas did, uh, Baylor did, Cincinnati did. Like the first school to lose in the second weekend was like they lost like another infra school. Like the infra uniforms were incredible that year. But did Kansas wear them? What? Did Kansas wear the infrared? The Adidas? The, the were they not with Adidas yet? They the were. I think, I want to say they did, and they went to the national title game and lost to UK. Yeah, but their uniforms were like they were white. You couldn't even. Yeah, that. I don't remember because that's what I'm saying. I don't remember them being like stand out. Like us and Baylor were the ones. Us and Baylor were the ones that you're like, oh my god. Yeah, we're like, oh. Yeah, like Kramer block being blocked by the yeah. Kenny Rogers sign. <laughs> because of that show, I'm, I'm still bitter. I've never got to have Kenny Rogers chicken. Yeah. And that show right there, I was always wanting me to like tip me to try it because when I, by the time I saw it on there, I was like, what the hell is a Kenny Rogers? It was. I it, didn't know. It, it already been gone by the time I didn't see the show. Yeah. Texas, my brother wore the same U of L boxers for every game during the 2006 season except the Rutgers game. Oh my God! He then tried its, its luck on the Bears Colts Super Bowl. Bears lost. The boxers were cursed. Then Craig happened. It's all his fault. Well, the boxers probably stood up and walked out. It kind of does feel like that's his fault. <laughs> I mean, if you wore them that deep into the season, I mean, that was that game was the people have this this sort of like misremembering of that. They think the Rutgers game was the last game of the regular season. Wasn't it? No. I thought we won that game to go six and six. No, 06 season, Trevor. When we oh, went to the oh, Orange Bowl. oh, no, I was thinking you're right. I'm thinking, I don't know, I'm brain farting. Now. A lot of people, like a lot of global fans, they'll they'll be saying this. They're like, we had, we're one win away from playing for the national championship. It was the last game, and we lost to Rutgers. And that's not the case. It was actually the week we played West Virginia on Thursday. I think it was November 5th. That date just, like, etched into my mind. And then 
it was either the fifth or the second. I said it was interesting in my mind. Now I'm doubting myself. It was it was the first week of November. <laughs> it's a sketchy. And edge. then it was exactly a week later, another Thursday when we played Rutgers, who was also undefeated at that time, and they beat us. So I think we had two games after the Rutgers loss because uh, we needed Rutgers to lose. They finally, I think they got beat by somebody bad. A week That's right. Well, you talking about the, the, the Rutgers game? We had yeah, we had four games after Rutgers. We had four. Yeah, and I I ne- and I, I remember the next one. Now it's ringing a bell because it was a team that was. Uh, Honestly, I was scared to death going into the next game because we'd had so much trouble with them in South Florida. Like I remember losing the Rutgers now and thinking to myself, "A, I need to get a new recliner." And we beat them pretty bad. And we and I thought, man, we're playing South Florida. We I, and I just had flashbacks of the, the Brahms sophomore year. I think it was we went down there and got shocked in week two or three. I think it was. Yeah, but yeah, we beat the crap out of them. So we had three games after Rutgers, and we beat them all. Uh, well, three, including the, I'm sorry, Wake Forest is the fourth. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So we had. Yeah. So, we, but it was and we blew them all out. That's which is weird because we had that West Virginia game was, it was November second, and then the Rutgers game was November 9th. Yeah. So we that was a late season. Like we played UConn in December. That was the game that I'll never forget. Like we're playing for a Big East championship. I know it's cold. I know it's UConn, but I still was like. We went to that. We went to the game with buddies, and like it was, there was like thirty thousand people there. I'm like, what are we doing, guys? Yeah, We're record, playing for a Biggie Championship. Records are going the road and get blown out by Cincinnati the very next. Week. I knew it was bad. I knew whoever they lost to, they lost big, thirty to eleven. And then they lost to then uh, West, West Virginia, Virginia at the end. Yeah. And then we needed. Yeah, we we ended up and we had the tiebreaker with West Virginia. Yep. Because that West Virginia game was close with Rutgers. Yep. Forty-one thirty-nine. Oh man. Yeah. Three uh, three overtime. That was nuts. And then yeah, that was the only reason we got to play in the Orange Bowl. Texture uh, says um, we the right team deserved it for sure. Texture says I always love the infrared, same color as the best Nike Air Max of all time, the Air Max nineties. No idea. I wore the Air Max. No idea. Yeah. No idea. Texture says when will you guys be taking more interns? We don't control these things. I mean, if you just want to come by and hang out, I mean, I you guess. could probably be an intern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have to go to break. We, I didn't realize how long we talked there. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, a lot of text here. Maybe, maybe we'll get to these texts, and then at 4 o'clock, we'll start doing some recruiting stuff. Uh, we'll do that. That's the, uh, the the game plan there for the Mike Rutherford Show on Thursday, July 28th, here on Songs make me wish I was watching MTV Classic <laughs> last night. No. I'm good with both these. You, you probably would, we probably wouldn't have had a good time, man. We probably would have been enjoying ourselves. I would have. I would have absolutely had a blast. Uh, speaking of not having a good time, you I'll know, makes me think of another random movie, but I'll go on. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of not having a good time, I was. I, I told you I was supposed to do the the test for my heart like last week, where I was running on the treadmill, and you were like, I could never do. It. I'm like, yeah, I can't really do it either. Yeah. And they were doing an echocardiogram. 
they had to reschedule it twice. And then, like, the day before I'm supposed to do it, they call and they're like, well, your insurance didn't approve it. Like, they they, they rejected you it. Running on it. I'm like, wait, 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 why do we even have insurance? Like, I don't care if I've got no signs of having any sort of issue. If I haven't, I did the halter monitor thing. I don't care what, what's going on. If you want to have a test, you should be able to have a test done. Like, this is ridiculous. Hold so, hold on. So, so I'm talking, so the people have called me like three. And now you've got all these different people at the same at the Norton place who like don't understand what's going on. So they rescheduled the same test for me again yesterday. Then they call me back again today. They're like, "Oh no, no that was the wrong test that we got rescheduled. We need to get this one done. It's uh, our first available opening is in like September." I'm like, "How are people not just dropping dead from like like this? It takes so long to because I know this is going to end up being coming. Back. I feel like it's going to end up coming back normal because all these long COVID people have gone through these tests and they're like, you have to get so far down the line before they can find something that maybe." we'll pick up some issue with your chest or issue with your lungs or whatever. So I'm just trying to get this over with so I can get to the next step. And I'm just like, make this happen as fast as possible. So I scheduled one at the hospital for like three weeks from now. It's been a month-long process just to get this done. And I'm like, I get off the phone finally. And I'm like, how in the world is it, like, are we in a place where we have more money than like any other nation in the world? And it takes this long to get – I've been trying to get this ball rolling since like the beginning of May. And it's just absurd. And then I get on Twitter. The very first thing I see is this CBS News tweet about researchers turning dead spiders into like things that can grip items that are more than 100 times their own body weight. There's this little machine that like it pricks in a dead spider. The eight legs come out, and they can like pick up a Lego and hold it and like carry it like a foot to the right. And I'm like, Oh, what? No. I'll show you the video that I'm talking about. I put it on Twitter, but I, I look at that and I'm like, Cool. Can we not fix, like, can we not, our healthcare system? Can we not, I don't know, research and find some sort of cure for Alzheimer's or long COVID or, I don't know, regular COVID at this point? What the hell are we doing? We're spending all this money making dead spiders carry Legos five feet for us? This is the dumbest thing. Who's investing in this? Who wants this? Man, I'd say right now. Look at this. I'm, no, I'm watching the video on your Twitter right yes. now. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm full honesty. We're doing the show, right? Yes. The first thing my mind thinks of is, I want the weed they smoke to come up with the idea of let's do an experiment of a dead spider. Movie Why? What, who? Who needs like, what? What logical purpose can this serve to better society? Without drugs involved, I can't think of any of anybody would come up with that idea. There's no, no there's no like, reason like, for it. I don't even know if I would come. I mean, that that is just the most. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, what point? It's carrying a salt cube from point A to point B, <laughs> which is like six well, first of all, apart. I already saw that in Ant Man. Okay. I, mean, I don't need to I've see. I've seen it, but like, what purpose? Like, are we going to serve that we can bring a spider, a dead spider, moving a Lego? Like, is that is are, are we going to be at some point like thirty years and like we're in some major I war? I can't reach the remote control. Like, Hunt, get the spider. It's between us and Russia in this dead heat of like World War Four, and the, and the president goes, "Wait a minute, we can move a Lego with a spider." Death to Putin. Get, I mean, that, get the death spider arm. Something slightly out of my reach. That's that's only that's it's like now the control's too heavy. But I can get that pen over there. Bring the spider over here. I mean, more the Lego. I mean, is this is this? What are we doing? I think this is the the scientist way of figuring out a way to move Legos off floors so dads don't step on them anymore. We're acting like this is a like we're living in a utopia where every other problem is is perfect. And we have the time to screw around with dead spiders carrying Legos six inches. <laughs> Who wants to use a dead spider anyway? I think spiders are disgusting. I what are we doing? Why? Rice University? Grow up. <laughs> was that where it was? Yes. 
That's what they get for beating us in the College World Series, two thousand seven. Bert Emanuel went there, and they ripped off the Eagles logo, uh, the Eagles logo on their helmets for years. Ridiculous. I mean, rip off. Make Bert. me feel better, and then you can play with all the spiders you want. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, let's just throw the spiders away. <laughs> spiders Fix the economy. Is it a recession? Is it not a recession? Who cares? We got dead spiders grabbing stuff for us now. So, so let me get this straight. So you still don't even know the results of your original test. Which one? The one where you were the monitor. For the like monitor two. had, there was some slight, I don't know, we didn't get into it. Um, well, I mean, people want to know. I've got to do more stuff, basically. Well, we get that, but they, yeah. they at least give you the results, whether you tell me or not. That you they got did. To, they okay. Did. Yeah. Because I'm under the impression like you haven't even gotten those yet. No, I finally got that. But this was. But it took them like two days to get them to you, didn't it? It took like a week to get it to me. <laughs> That's so crazy. And then, like, th- to schedule a, like, running on the treadmill and an echocardiogram, you'd think it'd be like, hey, next week, boom, we'll get it done. This has been going on. They canceled on me twice. I've had to reschedule it. And now they're like, well, we can't get you until September 8th. I love how your insurance is like, we won't cover it. I was like, why don't you tell them you'll just meet me at the LAC and I'll just run on a treadmill there and you can put it on me and I'm like, what? we'll meet halfway. What I mean, will you cover? <laughs> this is, it's all absurd, but it makes me feel 10 times worse for people who have far more serious issues because, you know, how many people have would have been okay if they had not had to wait, I don't know, two and a half months to get something looked at? Well, I, I tell you what, I, you, you're not the only one with problems recently. Okay, this is going to be a joke. This, no, this is... This, this is about you and graders? No, no, great, oh, graders is fine. Good. No, my beef, pun intended, has been with the, my more recent... Uh, Arby's? Well, I haven't been to Arby's in the last couple of days. You know... I've noticed. Th- those don't notice I'm a creature of habit. Like, I get caught on something, I'll do it for like a month. And I've been on a filet of fish kick. Okay. Um, and so... I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's the way I speak. I don't know. But I always get the same thing. Double filet, cheese only. What did I just say? You hate the tartar sauce. I know that. Okay, but what what did my order? What was Double filet, cheese only. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if there's like a communication problem with the, with the McDonald's I go to, but the last, not, not one, two, but three times I've been there, I've ordered it and gotten it wrong. I know how that ruins your day, too. And now the, then you have to go half patty. You have the, to go half bun. Well, the first one, they did put tartar on it, and it was it, it dripped all over it. So I just tossed it out the window gave it to the birds, which annoys me more because that means I paid $7 for a large drink. Correct. Now, the last two times I've been, including today, I've ordered it, double play, no cheese, a cheese only, and, and a large drink. For some reason, I don't know why, I've been getting a filet with bacon only on it. I didn't even know that bacon was an option. It shouldn't be an option. Who the hell puts bacon on their fish? In what world does cheese sound I'm like bacon? Of, I'm trying to think of what part of your order could potentially be understood. As I have bacon. even spoken slowly. It reminds me of... Today I said double filet with cheese only, please. Yeah. I, like it was, I spoke in syllables like I'm Jim Rome over here. It reminds me of the, I know you haven't, I've recommended him before, but you haven't watched the Nate Bargassi stand-up specials that are on Netflix. He's great. He's coming to Louisville in November. I'm excited to go him. see him. But he has this bit, like I guess probably his most famous bit, is where he talks about his order at Starbucks. Like he's not, He never was a big coffee person. He's kind of like you. He's like, coffee shops, just they intimidate me. I finally found like an order that I like, and I, I stick to it. Yeah, okay. And I think it's, it's like um, he gets a iced coffee with cream. And okay. iced coffee, I think, ugh, now, now I'm butchering the story. But regardless, like, he he ended up getting 
at one point in time like this milk drink with ice and just like whipped cream on top <laughs> and he's like he's like oh this is fancy he's like they're bringing out somebody's getting whipped cream this is gonna be great and he's like that actually and i was like i'm too budget bitch of a baby to like correct them on their order and so i just like i'm like oh thank you like i go outside throw it away go to like a different starbucks and try again which just sounds like me i'm the kind of the same way a little bit he's like i just say it too fast i'm like ice coffee with cream and they're like Whip, whipped cream like ice ice with cream like like he's like it's just yeah like that would make sense like but, but this no, doesn't make sense though. yeah mine make i i pulled away each time going in my head i'm sitting there driving on westboro like cheese bacon bacon cheese like there's no similarities in the world now i know i have a list but i know i've got a southern accent and i know i maybe speak fast sometimes too much and i screw words up but there's no like i know i, I hear you and of course, what I end up always doing is I just eat the bacon off the top because I like bacon, and then I then I eat the but with no cheese on it, the place is so dry. See, I just get plain filet fish when I do get that, and I like it. It's good. It's I mean, I still I'll eat. I'd rather that I'd rather be this way than with the tartar, but tartar sauce ruins everything. But I mean, I've got to be like the guy in the window or the, the woman taking the order, being like, "Who the hell puts bacon only on their filet?" I mean, so texture says a filet of fish with tart without tartar sauce sounds so bad. See, I I just I, I like tartar sauce I alone. Tartar I, sauce. That it grosses it out for me. Let the boys have their tart. Tar sauce. Texas says Trevor's stories are way too long. <laughs> That's the only thing I do is long. <laughs> Texas said if I had free health care for my family, I could own a lake house. You're not alone. What's that? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> oh, okay, because you're paying that. Texas says uh, this will be unpopular, but how much money was wasted to take those pictures of outer space that could have just been used for anything to help people? I kind of agree. <laughs> is that the one people made fun of? They were like, this is just the pattern of a floor or something. Well, and there's also the debate amongst like astronomers. Like One of them is like this image. Like Apparently, they're doctored image. They're like, every dot on this image is a galaxy. And then somebody's like, hey, actual astronomer here. Every, all those are just dots. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm kind of with it. Like, it's cool that we're doing that. It's cool that, like, we're, like, you and I kind of talked about this on the show when those images came out. Like, I always like what I'm looking at, but I never – it's one of those things – it's, like, above my mind. Like, I just – I can't grasp the the glory of what I'm actually looking at. So it just looks like a cool sort of, like, starry picture. Can we have taken that money and done something more productive? Like, we're not a perfect society right now. <laughs> We've got some issues going on here. Maybe throw some of that money on those issues. You know, there are – we have a whole lot of money in this country, and we still have people that don't have enough food to eat or places to sleep. Maybe we can take some of that star money and this death spider money and throw it at death. that. I don't have the full solution, but it seems like we could at least try, right? I don't know. I mean, I could use some cash. Texas says, I think the spider is meant to pick up other insects and animals safely. Like what? It's picking up a Lego. What, what other items is that equivalent to? Why do we need dead spiders to pick up other He's sending them in, like sending them down a well to pick up baby Jessica or something. I mean, what the hell? I don't. Texas said you'd think that it would have at least have uh, receded his order back to him, repeated his order back to him because they can't get many orders for fish with bacon. That's the other thing. They don't do that. Not this. I would. I would expect them to be like bacon. No offense, but not the brightest employees at this McDonald's. Texas, this McDonald's is totally screwing with Trevor. Just go to Lonnie's. They never mess up an order. Do <laughs> you think they are screwing with me? This guy's sending a picture of his Lonnie's. He's got the, oh, God, that looks great. He's got the fries. He's got a burger. He's got a. Uh, well, show it to me. Don't just tell me. He's got, a, I think that's a, what's that, a spicy beef sandwich? Oh, so good. Lonnie's is the best. We love Can't Lonnie's. Here. Here, okay. I can, okay. It's just I thing. It's well, good. Well. You're going to go there one time. But like, it's going to have to be for lunch because you don't get up for lunch. And that's going to be an issue. Well, I get up for lunch. I mean, can't you spot? I mean, lunch is 
an ambiguous term. I mean, it can be used like anytime after 11. To right, least. but like we have the show at 3 o'clock. Usually oh. get up at like 2 and then you're here. Oh, I would get it for dinner then. But you'd have to reheat it because Lonnie's closes at 5. That's the thing. Oh. We've covered this before. Oh, oh that's the play. Okay, okay. Texas says, steak and shake. I ordered a, quote, creamsicle side-by-side shake in the drive-thru. The lady taking my order asked me, you want a creamy tickle? I will never, ever forget that. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, I, have you ever worked a drive-thru? No. I did it once, ironically, at McDonald's, and it sucks. I I did it, I mean, I was only at McDonald's for a shift and a half, so I only did it for like an hour of my shift, but I hated it. It was just like, it was total miserable. Like I couldn't, I couldn't understand a word anybody was saying ever. So you just bailed after an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, I was like, y'all need to bring somebody else up here. Then the next day, I went back and I got my lunch break and got my free chicken nuggets and I left. In my defense, my buddy was had a really good idea of what we could do that day. Okay, which was just some constants around the house. Kind of what I guess. I was 16. What do you expect? Texas says Bronny to the bill. He's coming. He's he's here. He's already is he signed. No. Oh, it's happening. Don't worry. Texas Mike suggesting we use the spider money for anything else. Quote more urgent is a liberal wealth redistribution scam, just like climate change. (laughs) 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 Got to get those spiders picked up by their dentist. I don't know if he's joking or serious. Either way, it's funny. I don't either. I don't. (laughs) I can't. At this point, I've stopped. I've given up trying to figure out. I've given up trying for everything. (laughs) Texas, why aren't you saying no to tartar sauce? I am saying no tartar sauce. You're no. I thought you like tartar sauce, though. No, they're saying why aren't you when you order saying no tartar sauce? Oh well, I mean, I, I used sometimes I would say no tartar, but I found it better to say cheese only. Cheese only should get the job done. I would think so. Texas order on the app and pick it up, Trevor. They usually don't screw those up. You know, I've never done the well. I, Maybe time three in a row is no longer a coincidence. I've never I've never done the app at a fast food place. I wonder. I, I mean, should I start doing that? Maybe. I, I do it with Chick Fil A now more times than not. I've I've been with I've been with my buddy who's done it at Chick Fil A. Easy, you just pull in the spot. But Chick Fil A, but Chick Fil A is so fast anyway. And Don't tell that to my wife. She, she thinks Chick Fil A is slow business. We've had, we had this. Whole, God, do you not remember anything we ever talk about on the show? Sometimes. Anyway, we don't need to get into it again. <laughs> I don't know. It seems pretty important. Yeah, uh, we, we have to take a break. When we come back, how about some basketball <laughs> recruiting talk? A couple of new targets, new scholarship offer from Kenny Payne last night for a player that I think is of. Extreme intrigue, and then a name that maybe, maybe, maybe will usurp DJ Wagner in terms of uh, attention and focus moving Ooh, forward. Do I need an update ready? Today? We maybe. Well, after okay. we talk about it, we'll have to think about what a song might be. We'll get into that coming up after the break. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. You know I was jamming when I just came on last night. How can you not? Oh, I don't know. So Eric Carmen at 1 a.m. on a Thursday morning? Challenge my masculinity you want. I love Dirty Dancing. I love the soundtrack. It's a beat. I'm with you. I'm not going to fight you on it. I I mean, a lot of it's probably due to the fact the age thing. I'm eight years old when it comes out. Prime. Jennifer Grey's awesome. I mean, 
So yeah. She never gotten her nose quote quote fixed. I saw she trending for something about a nose job. I saw that earlier. Was she? <laughs> yes. I was just I, I can't not think of it when I think of Jennifer I, Grey. No, I saw, yeah, Jennifer here trending literally right now. It took away she, her distinctive look. Jennifer Grey dishes on the nose job that changed her life and more from the new memoir. She became like she like kind of got X out of Hollywood. Did she, I don't remember seeing was the nose job that bad? It just made it was like it took away her distinctive look. Like she, that that was part of her look and when it changed it changed and people didn't like it. I don't like it. No one likes change. Don't you know, ladies? You're all beautiful. Don't don't change your faces. You're yeah. great. Stop. Stop with this. There's no reason to change anything. If you do need to change something, though, it's your sunglasses game. Yeah. Don't be like me and lose them. And sh- have you already lost your shady ray? <laughs> no, I actually haven't. Oh, but if you do <laughs> lose your shady ray sunglasses, shady rays always hooks you up with a replacement pair in the first thirty days. That's the shady rays guarantee. Go to shadyrays.com today. Check out the website. It's incredible. You can spend an ent- you can lose an entire afternoon. On ShadyRays.com, just looking at all the different styles, all the different colors, all the different everything they've got for you over at Shady Rays. When you check out, use the promo code BIGX to save 15% on all your purchases. Again, ShadyRays.com, keeping you styling all summer long. All right, we've got uh, some basketball recruiting stuff to talk about. Are you ready? Yeah. Do I need a music intro for this? No music today. We may get to a little bit of DJ Wagner stuff later. There's nothing really, there's no gigantic movement on that front other than UK fans still being like 100%, million percent confident that he's going there and everybody else kind of being like, eh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but I want to talk about a different name. A, okay. a name that maybe we, if Wagner does choose to go to Lexington, need to be spending all of the rest of our time focused on, and that's A.J. Johnson, who we've mentioned him in passing a couple of times. He's a very flashy point guard. His highlights uh, like they go crazy on on TikTok. The kids love him. He's six five. Um, he's he's thin, out of California. Another Cali kid, Cali to the Ville. We just we own the West Coast, aka Chillville. But he's like depending on what ranking system you look at, he's like sort of in the thirty five to forty five range in the rankings. But he had a gigantic summer, like just crushed it this summer. And now you've got guys like Travis Branham, Eric Bossy for twenty four seven Sports talking about. He may be our number one player in this class. Like he, he, his jump whenever they update their rankings may be that significant that he's going to be top five, potentially number one, moving ahead of Rob Dillingham, moving ahead of DJ Wagner, moving ahead of everybody. So it's good that Louisville has been one of the programs that's been in on him relatively early because everybody who hasn't been probably is going to start c- coming soon if they haven't already. He has, doesn't have an official list, but he's got kind of an unofficial list of eight schools that he's talking about the most and that he wants to visit. Those schools, Louisville, Gonzaga, Kansas, Arizona State, LSU, NC State, Texas, and USC. Out of that group, he's only got three official scheduled visits, and he says the, the, the fourth visit that he's looking to schedule is Louisville for the Louisville Live event. Man, not a big, not, not a bad deal for now, us. I noticed just... I go on like his right. Just for example, I just went to his first page. I clicked on his rivals. Okay, and I guess they have their feature cast. Is that like their? It's the crystal ball thing. Is yeah. that their fancy ball of glass? Exactly. They have Texas Tech listed. Well, he's not listing them on okay. his list. That's why, like, when you said Tech, you didn't. I was like, you didn't even mention them. Yeah, he is not. Oh, never mind. Hold on, I take that back. This is a fan feature cast. Okay, yeah, Texas Tech fans are insane on those things. Yeah, no one cares they about the fan feature. If you no. look at the fan feature cast, every kid's going to Texas Tech. Why would you even put that on there? Who, yeah, exactly. Just that to seems, try to get people to go to the page. Yeah, that seems just pointless. But he's got scheduled visits set for USC September 3rd, Texas September 10th, LSU September 17th. Which is this is smart on his part because he's going to these big football schools on football weekends. Like that's yeah, that's so the you, way you do it. Well, football yeah. games are great. 
So Louisville Live, hopefully it'll be a fantastic weekend. He'll be here for that, it sounds like. He also gave some brief quotes on all the schools he's interested in. Here's the quote that he gave to 24-7 Sports about Louisville. Okay. Their coaches keep it 100 and tell the truth. I have a Just pretty, like the show. And I have a pretty good relationship with them. I like stuff like that. Not the most over-the-top great quote. <laughs> well, but that wasn't bad. We're hearing this more and more from recruits, too, just talking about how, like, there's no fluff with Kenny Payne and his staff. There's no, like, I, I like how honest they are. I like how real they are. Yeah. I feel like they're going to help me with stuff outside of just basketball. You've heard that consistently. Now, keep it real, homie. The secondary question becomes, is this the best approach? Because that's great if you land some of these kids. But if we're seeing all these kids and they're saying you know, different things about different schools and with Louisville, it's consistently, I love how honest they are. I love how upfront they are. I love that they're going to help me become a better person, not just better basketball player. And then none of those kids commit to Louisville. Do we need to start talking more about basketball stuff? Well, but we'll again, we don't know. We'll yeah. see how this class goes. I mean, if, if you start failing, I mean, in turn with that approach, then maybe, yeah, you do start maybe leaning into a little more what Neil offers at Louisville. I mean, I know... Don't want to talk about that, but yeah, I mean, there's yeah, you might need to change your approach. But at this point, you know, Kenny, I say, Kenny, you be you, Kenny. Here's what, for comparison's sake, here's what he had to say about Gonzaga. I like how they've shown that they can get a lot of people to the league. They played really fast, and that's fit, that fits me. Kansas, he says, I don't know a ton about them yet, but they just won a national championship. But you for sure noticed that, and I want to learn about them, and I'm looking into taking a visit. This kid doesn't follow sports a lot, I don't think. I mean, most of these kids don't. I was just like, yeah, I mean. USC, I really like the way they let their players play. I've been to a couple of their games, and I just want to get on campus for an official visit to see things. I mean, he lives in – I mean, he's probably been in there. Here's what he has to say about LSU, too, and I love I love what um, Matt McMahon – Mike McMahon's doing – Matt McMahon is doing down there, the former Murray State coach. Batman? Matt McMahon. <laughs> oh, okay. He has – A.J. Johnson said this about LSU. I just want to see what campus is like and stuff like that and see what they are, where they are staying and if they could – be the best fit for me. Coach McMahon says that he wants to play me like he did when he had John Moran at Murray State. I mean, if you're McMahon, you're playing up John Moran oh, as yes, much as you can. That's, yes. I, you remind me of Ja. We're going to let you play like, the way we let Ja play at Murray State. Like, hell yeah. Like, he's that's absolutely what you do. Like, that's your ace in the hole. Honestly, it's your only card that you're playing right now because LSU is going to get hit with a whole bunch of, you know, repercussions. They're going to get a bunch of punishments. They're probably going to be down. They're struggling right now with recruiting because of that. And so you've got the John Morant card. You play it as liberally as you can. Of course you do. I play with everything. I beat the drive through McDonald's. Yeah, give me that filet of fish with only cheese like John Morant That's would. what John Morant got. That's what John Morant got. The other <laughs> kind of piece of recruiting news that we should get to today is uh, another 2023 guard. I don't know if it makes people nervous that we're going at. We seem to be targeting more guards from that class if it means that we're not going to get DJ or if it's just – Kenny Payne said he wants the scholarship to mean something. He doesn't want to just throw them out there. So he's been, he's been, you know, holding out on some of these guys. And now he's giving them offers. But the latest offer comes to 2023 scoring guard Freddie DeLeon from North Carolina. I thought he was a later class. He's 2023. Okay. He's a, we just got an offer yesterday, I believe, is when that came out. Yeah. Six foot four, breakout July, uh, played with a team loaded squad on the AAU, now has over two dozen scholarship offers. He had previously, uh, he'd already narrowed his list before. To Alabama, Tennessee, Wake, VCU, NC State, Texas, Oklahoma, Virginia, A&M, and Charleston. So we would have to crack into that that group now. Um, surely, well, to God, we can get past Charleston. We're probably not going to be the only ones if I, if I read because I did see this guy. Yeah, uh, not, he's I mean, breaking out. 
He went from like 140 to like 60 in the ratings or something. Because he led the the, the Adidas circuit, yeah. which I, I don't know what it's called anymore. He was the lean scorer on the Adidas circuit. So odds are we won't be alone trying to break through that glass ceiling that is is, is so far as like if I'm Alabama, I'm probably like, well, we're screwed. I mean, to the point like we're about to we went from being like the big fish in a little pond to be about to be well, we'll see. A I mean, lot of people in here. Nados has pulled some pulled some guys. In and I'm not years. saying they couldn't keep them, but I mean, it's, yeah, I think yeah, I think the competition for that guy it seems like is going to start getting fierce for sure. Unfortunately, maybe for us, but then again, fortunately for us because also he's an Adidas kid. I think about he averaged 22 and a half points on the Adidas. It's was it three SBB circuit. He was the second leading scorer on the circuit this summer. So that's why he broke out so so largely this summer. But love that we're in on him. Hopefully we're not too late there, and hopefully we were in early enough on AJ Johnson, and we can you know make something happen. Yeah, AJ, I know we we've been on AJ for a while because I remember seeing his name. His name stuck out to me early on in the uh, Kenny Payne start for sure. And like he was one of the first guys along with Wagner that he really went after as soon as he got here. And your boy Bradshaw was his first name. Yeah, well, that's his only name. This is gonna be Bradshaw only forever. Aaron, I, I always do like a Aaron double Alex. Too. Omar, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, I always want to say Isaiah, and I've got no idea why. But Aaron Bradshaw. I knew what Isaiah Bradshaw was. Yeah. The other, um, there's a new future cast. Should we do the DJ Wagner update of the day? Well, hold on, i got to get it loaded then. Yeah, what are you doing on your phone? What do you think I'm doing? I don't, getting food? <laughs> While I should mock you for that guess, it is logical in a very, I know I'm doing Oh, you're doing the Carlin stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be like, no, what are you typing? I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? It's not a bad guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready? Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Here is all you need to know about DJ Wagner. 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 Where's DJ going to go to school, Wagner? I don't DJ know. Wagner, I don't DJ know. Wagner, Who DJ knows? Wagner. We hired his grandpa, but his dad loves Cal Wagner. DJ, DJ Wagner, Wagner, DJ, DJ Wagner, 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 DJ Wagner. So many people believed a fake Jeff Goodman tweet, Wagner. Uh, DJ, DJ Wagner. Why would they believe that? Don't text me about the tweet ever again, Wagner. Leave DJ me Wagner, alone. DJ Wagner. Okay, follow Trevor. Good. Follow Trevor. In all seriousness, <laughs> the amount of people who, who like that tweet, which again was a fake Jeff Goodman account. That like the the handle of the wasn't even Jeff Goodman. It was like a fake Jeff Goodman. It was like Pell's fan twenty four seven. He just had <laughs> he just changed the username to Jeff Goodman and put Goodman's picture up there. And if you missed it yesterday. It was he tweeted out something along the lines. You've probably seen it at this point, but he tweeted out something along the lines of like Louisville has parted ways with Milt Wagner because they're not going to get DJ Wagner, and everybody just bought it. UK fans are still buying it. Like they're tweeting about. I'm seeing, like, I'm seeing on Twitter right now. Like they're like, classic Louisville move. They hire Milt. They're not going to get DJ, and so they just fire Milt. It's an absolutely fake tweet. <laughs> and then I mean I got like I, I got DMs from people this morning who were like, Hey, I heard from a guy at work. <laughs> heard it from a friend who. Heard it from a friend who... And then... Heard it from another DJ Wagner's going to Lexington. And then maybe my favorite tweet of this whole saga was last night, late last night. Um, our guy Jerry Eves just comes oh, out. no. He just tweeted, I, I just spoke with Milt Wagner, and the tweet is bogus. Well, like, thank you. 
Oh, well, thank good like, Lord, Jerry. Thank he's on top of it. Jerry, you could have just looked at the handle. It says, at Pell's Year, and know that it's not Jeff Goodman. That fan, by the way, now has changed his name back to at Pell's Year BBN. Um, so, if I, I was him, I would just start going to random coaches or beat writers now and see how much we can get away with. I just love that that became a thing where it's like, a way to reach out to Milt Wagner to make sure that <laughs> obviously fake tweet was fake. But would, would you like to be a fly on the wall of that conversation? <laughs> Milt! What happened? You got fired, man. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, what? No, no more day drinking. We talked about it. Jerry. What do you mean? Well, man, I, I saw Goodman said you got fired because your grandson went to Kentucky. Nothing about anything you just said, Jerry, makes sense. If it makes Jerry feel better, I had several <laughs> friends text me and be like, oh, no, we fired Milt. I'm like, no, guys, look at the name. It's not. It, it, it's not the thing. But there is a new. Goodman should change his name to that guy's attempt just to screw people now. <laughs> yeah, you should probably show it. There's a new uh, future cast for DJ Wagner on Rivals. You mentioned future cast is kind of the, the it's their crystal ball thing that 24/7 does, yeah. where scouting guys can give new predictions, and uh, it's for Kentucky again. So that means 12. Mm, it's the hot topic. That's the hot lean right now. Yeah, 12 future casts for UK on there. Uh, that puts him at 75. percent I don't know what the, the rivals is, but I know that there are more people predicting that he's going to go to UK than there are U of L. We haven't had a U of L one in a while. Uh, the latest prediction, mm-hmm. by the way, comes uh, there are two of them today: Jackson Collier and Woody Womack, who both cover recruiting for uh, for rivals, have both said UK gonna land DJ Wagner. I mean, Kentucky was confident when all that same this exact same talk was the other way around, and Louisville was getting all the love. And so, why is there no reason for Louisville to still be confident that there's still a chance for them as well? The I'm more concerned about the people who have flipped their predictions from UK to from U of L to UK. Were if you were a UK fan, were you concerned when they flipped it to UK to U of L two months ago? I think they were. Okay. Well, yeah, but it turned out okay for them because they started doing the whole thing where it's like, well, they can have him. We've already got Dillingham, but we're we're good. <laughs> we're gonna be fine. And now it's like we're getting everybody, which kind of feels like they. I are. like the ones that make fun of little fans. Like I don't know why little fans are hanging on to. The, they're just in so denial because everything's leaning Kentucky. But why are you such a now? And I'm like, well, it worked for you all when it was everything going for us in this recruitment. Why can't it work for, the, for us now? Here's the thing about the swing, though, is if, if, if Kenny Payne winds up getting this done, if DJ Wagner proves everybody in Lexington wrong and this Nike app deal, this Nocta clothing company doesn't mean anything and he goes to Louisville, it's going to be like five times sweeter than it would have been if it had just played out the way people thought it was going to a month and a half ago. Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're dead. You're actually when dead we right. hired Milt and everybody started logging these. I mean, honestly, us getting him in any way is going to be yeah. But candy. when we hired Milt a month and a half ago and everybody started logging the national predictions that DJ Wagner was going to go to Louisville and it's a foregone conclusion and he's going to be a Cardinal and all this stuff, if it had just played out that way simply, it would have been sweet enough. But now having gone through this period of time where like there's not a UK fan alive. Who doesn't think he's going to UK? Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be a a national analyst, recruiting guy alive who doesn't think that UK is probably the favorite to land him. If all of this is the truth, and we've gone through this period of time as a Louisville fan, and we end up landing him, oh, that would be, I mean, five it, times sweeter. I mean, would it be? It almost feels better as if we stay at this pace where we're at with Kentucky being the leader all the way up to selection day, and he's still picking, and then he picks up our hat out of nowhere. It'd be incredible. I mean, you just know how. I mean, Kentucky Priory has shirts made up, and I mean, I don't. I mean, <laughs> the shirts probably can see KSR already selling shirts to say, "In this world, we hot, we got TJ." 
you know, something along those lines. And the but then we get to the upside down. He picks Louisville up. Well, I mean, the, you know exactly what they're gonna do, though. Like they'll point to the other guys they've got. And they'll say we still have the number one class. Like who well, do you have besides they, they, they should be able to do that. Yeah, that's what. It, it won't be. It won't be quite as sweet as it would have been had they not gotten some of these other guys. If it had been like the last couple of Kyle classes where they have a good player here or there, but not a headliner, and we'd taken DJ Whitener away from them, that would be one thing. But now they're going to be able to point to Dillingham and uh, the Edwards kid and potentially Bradshaw if he goes there and whoever else they've got. He's Reed been Shepherd. slipping too, though, hasn't he? <laughs> he has been a little bit, but still. But they've already got Reed locked up. So Yeah, Reed's going to go. Well, you know, Reed's going to be God's gift to basketball. <laughs> or he's going to be John Hood again. What if Reed Shepard just sucks? I don't think he's going to, but what if he did? I mean, what if he's John Hood? What if he doesn't play enough? Transfers? That's the question. Is Because I, I said this before I realized how good he was. I, and I said this without ever having – I think I'd seen like highlights of him playing against you know, whatever teams he's playing against out in the state. But I can admit after seeing him play in some of these AAU games, just like the highlights that are out there, he, he looks pretty damn good. I mean, he looked good in the, the brief moment of the high school yeah. thing I watched. I mean, he looks like a guy who can be a high-level D1 player. But then again, sure. he was just hitting kind of – I mean, <laughs> as, even, even as long as the shots they were, they were just open shots. I mean, they wouldn't like – Still. People weren't really guarding him very heavy off the pick and roll he's, in the screen. I, I feel confident enough in saying he's, he's very good. Yeah. But back in the day when he wasn't nearly as highly ranked as he is now and there was still a little bit more mystery about him, and I think it was even before like UK had offered him, you kind of felt like maybe this was a, a situation Cal didn't want to get into. Like it was going to be another Dante Allen times infinity because he's a <laughs> white kid from the state that his dad played at UK. But if he if he has this loaded class, this this old school Cal class, and Reed Shepard's kind of the odd man out when it comes to getting shots, and the team doesn't perform the way that UK fans expect them to perform, which is win every damn game, then the the clamoring for Reed Shepard could be at an all-time high and the annoyance from Coach Cal with his own fan base could be at an all-time high. But I think it's going to be work, out, work itself out because I think Shepard's good enough that he's going to play enough to appease UK fans. And I think they'll be good enough in a couple of years that they won't lose enough that people will be pitch-forking and torching outside of Oh, well, don't underestimate BBM. You're right. I mean, the, yeah, nothing will shut. I mean, you could have bat, you could have three possessions in a row where, where Wagner or, or uh, Edwards misses a couple shots and they're already wanting Reed, Reed Shepard in there. Uh, Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Texture says, what is the earliest time Trevor has woken up in the last five years? Well, you used to do KRC, so you'd have oh, to Oh, yeah, so, yeah, that was, it's been less than, I mean, I haven't been off KRC for over almost, I think Justin's just, just on, just finished his first, like, full year, give or take. Yeah, dude can call so, me earlier today about a couple of odds and ends, and we were talking, he's like, dude, we're coming up on one year anniversary of the show. I was like, damn, we are. Yeah, and I, I was, so I was only off of, yeah, so, I, I mean, it's been, yeah. Since, now, since I've been off KRC... Um, I feel like I had to wake up some for something around like nine or ten one day. It's probably when you had to fill back in for KRC. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're, you're right. I actually, you know, I, you're right because yeah, there was the week like when yeah, when there was a uh, TJ went on one of his vacations and I, I joined in. Yeah, for like a cup for like a couple of days that week. Texas says Trevor <laughs> has the memory of a dead spider, but I can lift a Lego. Texas says. The reason Trevor doesn't remember your previous conversations is because he doesn't listen. He just waits to talk. That I mean, you're not wrong. That's not true. Are you done talking? Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> no, I don't remember. First of all, you know, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get defensive here on this one a little bit. Okay. Because, I, I, yes, I understand. Sometimes I may forget a conversation we've had in the past. Sorry. You, you do it, too. You, you, you and everybody else. I, I, I process a lot of information here, people. 
you know, between dealing with a lot of serious, <laughs> a lot of serious bleep over here. You know, I got I got to get wedding gifts for Millie and, and and Jeff. I mean, I I I don't know. You know, my dad's in the stands with a video camera. You know, I got to find a live chicken. I got to find a live chicken. You know, I got a lot of stuff to deal with here. I got the show. I got movies. I've got you know, I, I, I my my sports trivia from the '90s and '80s and '70s. You know, I mean, I'm processing a lot of stuff here. You know, I'm I'm eating a lot more bacon than planned. I mean, I'm just I'm going through so, so sometimes. Yes, there are an occasion that maybe I need to be reminded of something I've been told like six months ago. As you said yourself, we're Two almost at ago. a year now. Two weeks, six months. In, in my world, it's all the same. Three days. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, love of God! It wasn't three days ago, was it? Really? I think there was. I mean, there have been several times. Where it's been like, <laughs> no, it was two hours ago. The Chick Fil A story wasn't three days ago. Chick Fil A story was like about a month ago. Okay, so, okay, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I was gonna at least get mad at myself on that one. I was like, say, wait a minute. <laughs> it's really, really it was at three fifteen. <laughs> 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 Texture says, "Do you think DJ will do a commitment uh, ceremony or just come out and say it?" I feel like he'll do a ceremony. I think I, he'll do the table with the hats and all that. You think so? I, I don't know why. So. I get a feeling he's going to be a tweet. I don't think so. I mean, I guess he could tweet a video out too, but I mean, I think he'll do the. I don't know because he's kept this so close. He hasn't been very flashy about this whole recruitment to begin with. I, I think it'll be a thing where like. He calls the ceremony, but by the time we actually get to the ceremony, everybody knows where he's going. Like, are, I feel bad for the kid with that when I have It's that. almost, but it's almost everyone now. I know, yeah, it's true. A lot of times, like, because, like, the. When's the last time? I guess Jalen Brown was maybe one of the last, like, real good secretive ones. I remember when Nerlens Noel committed to UK, it was a big surprise. Like, nobody really fully knew. Yeah, he was. Zion, heavy. Zion's probably the biggest one recently. And that was just, again, because everybody thought he was going to Clemson. Yeah. Because, but they couldn't get, find a, a job on staff for his stepdad at the last second. So he went to Duke. But that was the one, like, we had, when I was still working the college basketball stuff with SB Nation, we had pre rights to, like, Zion Williamson because he was such a big attention grabber. We had oh, yeah. Zion Williamson commits to, and stories written for six different schools. And Duke was not one of them. So like when he committed to Duke, we like were scrambled like son of a like so it took like fifteen minutes longer than it was did you did you ever like repost some of the other re- I would I would I would like to read some those would be from good reads I bet oh there's a graveyard of stories that we had like there were the year Kentucky was undefeated the 2015 season we had to pre-write every time it was a close game in like the second half and poor Ricky O'Donnell <laughs> has like a graveyard of like A and M ends Kentucky's perfect season like Mississippi State ends Kentucky's perfect season and every single time they pulled it out in the last minute and he's like well there's 45 minutes of my life I'll never get back. I don't which think, is the worst feeling. I don't think people understand how much, like, you have, like, writers and beat writers and things like that actually get doesn't get seen because they have to just pre-write so many it's options. very, very annoying. Especially in the tournament. You expect things, yeah, in game time especially, people expect stuff to be out, like, you know, within minutes of, of a game. I mean, and you, so, yeah, a lot of times. Quicker the better. I mean, you, you you're, writing, the yeah, you're spending most of the time rewriting the stuff during the game and writing them two different ways and. It's kind of like those uh, the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl shirts. Like, I kind of want. It's like, terrible. I feel like I want to see like some of those little articles. I bet they'd be entertaining. And there's some of them where, like, a lot of times, if I was writing something like, if there was a huge upset brewing in the NCAA tournament, and I spent like 30 minutes, because you know, if you're not doing one thing, if you are focused on one game, you're missing out on something else, like, or, yeah. or you're getting something done for the rest of the night that you could be doing, which is super annoying. So I would always try to like spin it into something that I actually could use. But there were times where it was like, you know, no, the Southern upsets Gonzaga thing. Because <laughs> Ricky had the – Pretty sure that never happened if no, I remember right. They were they let him at halftime when there was a 116 game. But Ricky Ricky was on the U.K. undefeated beat. 
I was on the Gonzaga undefeated beat in, I think it was the 20, it was either 16 or 17 season. And there were several times where I'm like, I get like a text at 1 a.m. And it's like, hey, Pepperdine's up on six by six on Gonzaga in the second half. And I'm like, <laughs> son of a, I'm like, I'll log into ESPN2, watch this bleep. And then they, all year long, they find ways to win games. So I would like, like I'd kind of half-ass, I'd give like a couple paragraphs if they were losing to Pacific or something. Yeah. And then, of course, the very last day of the regular season where I'm gearing up for like conference tournament week and all this stuff, they lose to BYU at like 1 a.m. The very that, last day. That's like St. Francis or St. Mary's. BYU, the last day of the regular season. And, like, and like, I had to write the full thing, like perfect season ruin. And it did like it did not do good traffic at all because it was like 1 a.m. and nobody even cared that much anymore. About did, at that season. point, I would think you'd had, like you said, you'd had like a shell. Oh, it was so bad. You'd already had like a shell article written and all you had to do is almost insert the name. You'd think, but like the details <laughs> changed so much because that's it was true, and yeah. it, because it was the story was also more about BYU, like solidifying its NCAA tournament resume and all this stuff. And it was just, it was very, very obnoxious. Ah, uh, the pre, pre-kid Rutherford. I know, right? Uh, Texas, it's always quicker to go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru than, order, than ordering in the app. I said it. Uh, I mean, I, I can't speak to that, but I can tell you right now, the, the drive-thru is so swift anyway. I, I've never had it. I agree. I mean, I, Mary I'm, Rutherford's the only one who disagrees. I don't know what... I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Texas, how many former UK players are playing in this kickball game? I'll donate $100 per UK player that you throw out. Is there a lot of UK players in the game? They, are, they have a full team of um, UK. There's a UK team, a UofL team. There's the Jack Harlow and the Homies team. And there's like a local people and kids that win a raffle to play in the game team. Apparently, C-level local celebrities weren't invited. You consider yourself C? <laughs> More like an F, I guess. I mean, yeah. You're like an F. I'm like a Y. No, 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 you're, you're, no, I'm a Y, you're, I'm a Z, you're an X. I'm down there. <laughs> I'm the, I'm, yeah, I'm, what comes after Z? <laughs> There's a letter, I'm dot, dot, dot. The UK, <laughs> the UK players that I know are coming, I'm sure there are more um, now, but Tyler Uless, uh Willie Cauley-Stein, Brandon Knight, and Isaiah You know he used to play football? Yeah, quarterback. <laughs> no, he's wide receiver, actually. What, is that what it was? Yeah, you didn't even get it right. Come on. For some reason, I thought it was quarterback. It's a damn joke, man. <laughs> I do remember them saying that every UK game. Oh, my God. Yes, they did. By the way, Damian Lee's playing this now. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, who's UK? I missed. I got. I, just, I did get distracted thinking about football. Uless, Cauley Stein, Brandon Knight, Isaiah Briscoe, the ones oh, that I know. Man. I think there's some more. Ulyss, the strike zone is going to be almost nothing. Stop. It's going to barely bounce. It's going to go over his head. What if I toss Willie Cauley Stein? <laughs> I mean, can you. The strike zone between Willie Cauley Stein and, and Tyler Ulyss. I mean, that's apples and oranges. What the hell, man? Texas, if DJ does a public TV announcement, he ain't coming here. You think so? I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why if that would. That? Yeah, I don't know if that would. I don't know if that would deter me. I don't think so. I think the earlier he announces would make me nervous. Yeah, we want we want to at least get him on campus for an official. Like, well, not just that. I just think I, I, I well one we want him at Louisville Live. And I, yes, and I don't. And I, again, I don't see why he'd make such an early decision. People talk about like it being within the next few weeks and stuff like that. He's not, but he's he's saying no to that. Like he has he said should. multiple times that yeah. like, no, I'm in no rush. I'm not close. He shouldn't be in a rush. Whether he's picking us or Kentucky, doesn't matter. He shouldn't be in a rush. I'm with you. Take your time, buddy. I thought you had something else to add. No, that was it. 
Okay, good. Uh, we'll take a break. Amazing but true. <laughs> we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll take more of your text at 502-414-1450. Also, some recruiting nuggets to get to on the football side of things. We'll talk a little bit about this 502 BBQ. The list has come out. We know exactly who's coming. We know who's not coming. Uh, before we do any of that, we've got to talk about our friends over at AirServe. If you want uh, AirServe to make sure that they fix your ACs, fix your, your heating, fix whatever, Hit them up today, airserve.com backslash Louisville, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. They're like EMTs for your HVACs. Technicians are available 24-7. They'll come back, whether it's too hot, too cold, too polluted, they're going to fix your house and make sure that it's operating at its optimum ability. We love our friends over at AirServe. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take some more of your texts and talk a little football recruiting right here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Take the hat off the playlist. Do you remember this video? No. Oh, man. I mean, talk about hot. (laughs) I mean, you have share and nothing but a net outfit with just like cloth, a a thong cloth just covering literally the V. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's, that's the the form it's making too, uh, going up her body. Okay. And she's on a, like an aircraft carrier surrounded by nothing but semen. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I, I'm, I'm aware. I know what you're doing. Okay. No, I didn't actually mean to do that one. That was on accident. I don't think it was. It, well, it actually was. But the video itself, like, as a child, this was like, I mean, this was the thing. Even last night, though, 40 Trail Trev was like nostalgia, baby. I mean, it was this video. Go, go watch it sometime. It's, I almost said something. I was gonna, it's really. I'm glad I didn't. I almost did. And I, I, just, I didn't do it. She's just, I mean, the band, the guy's got a Jimi Hendrix t-shirt on. Awesome. Not that I'm looking at the dude. I'm like, come on. Come on, Cameron. Get back to Cher. And <sighs> um, a good song. It was like, that was Cher's last, was it her last song? I think she did, maybe. No, she has said songs since then. Did she? Yeah. There's a scene where she's straddling a cannon. <laughs> Great. Insane. Let's move on from Cher. <laughs> no, I like Cher. Did you hear? Did you hear talking in the hall? So Dugan's here, by the way. Brought equipment for the yeah, road tomorrow. Yeah, I can hear him. He's still in there just talking. Check us out at Oxmoor Ford. Yep. We'll be there. It's going to be great. Um, but ye- yesterday was, I've forgotten this, WJIE night at Louisville Bats at Slugger Field. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. invited. I don't think you got invited. No. Did you go? 
No, it's my mom's birthday. Oh, that's right. Plus, I don't know if you could be out in the heat and everything. Yeah. How didn't I get an invite, by the way? I wonder. I don't know. I, I get kind of a last second invite. But, but Troy, our boss, threw out the first pitch. I heard. How'd and it go? So, well, Ooh. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. And every time, like, he's like, it was a little low. I'm like, but it was on line. And Dugan's like, it was a straight line, though. And I'm like, did it? He's like, he's like, it, like the, the catcher's glove was like right here. And I, I finally had to be like, did it get dirt? And he was like, it hit the dirt. And I'm like, well, did you at least go from the mound? He's like, I didn't go from the mound. I'm like, I'm trying here, Troy. I mean, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but this, you can't bounce it. No. And first of all, you gotta be too high if you're gonna be high or low. I mean, a mound's what, 62 feet? Six inches. 62 feet, six inches, is that right? And then, but it is, if you haven't stood on a mound in a long time, and I, I haven't, it's very intimidating how high it is when you actually get out there. I mean, but I, I don't think I could do it right now. I would go from in front of the mound. But even like just not even doing it in a pitching motion, you can throw a ball 60 feet, right? Yes. But I would, I, I'd be more concerned about falling. That off the mound? I'm, yeah. It's, it's a, like if you haven't pitched off a mound in a long time. Or ever. Or, or especially ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a, it's a dangerous position to put yourself in front of, especially when you're doing it in public in front of a lot of people. I mean, what's, what, what's more embarrassing, though? Getting the ball there well and falling or... Just the ball landing six feet in front of the catcher, or however many, just rolling in, end up rolling to the catcher because you didn't make it far enough. The, the latter. I'd rather fall than like be bouncing. Yeah. Feet. So I'm just what I'm saying. So I, if if the regular pitcher's mound is sixty feet six inches, and you're going from in front of that, that's probably like fifty feet. I mean, you, you can. You should 50, be able. Like, I can you, you can't, 50 feet. You can't. If you're going to be too high or too low, you got to go fifty five. You can't go forty eight. You got to get it there. I mean, even the kid I'd from rather South go to the backstop. Could, I mean, stop, but the kid from Sandlot could throw fifty feet. Yeah, I'd rather go backstop than like have it be too short. Did so? Did so? He didn't make the hole. He didn't make the. He didn't, didn't, he didn't get there. Didn't get there. It bounced. Ooh, yeah. even a kickball that's bad. He said he warmed up. Um, he warmed up at his house in the driveway before, but then you get there and you're already cold again. Like he, there was no warm. Do you even need to warm up to throw fifty feet? I'd be more comfortable having a, a little quick warm up. I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. My arm, like, I mean, I'd be if I try to throw like anything hard these days without some sort of stretch or warm up, I'd feel like everything would just rupture. I don't know. Then again, I feel like I'd be. Here's my here's my King of the Hill reference for you. When Bill Bill Trump went back to get his touchdown record, he's like, Hank, I can either practice or I can play. Can't do both. That's that's kind of how I'd be with this at this point in my life. I'd be like. I can I can warm up or I can throw you fifty feet. I can't do both. <laughs> I'm not. Like, I'm probably gonna throw my arm out the first time I even try doing it. So yeah, I, I try to throw a I, th- I try to throw a tennis ball hard the other like a few weeks ago, and I definitely was sore the next morning. Well, tennis ball is lighter than the baseball though, right? Very yeah, very much so. And he's throwing a bit. Oh, man, I can't believe he, he bounced it. Come on, made us all look bad. Not, that's, made us all look bad. I mean, come on, Troy. At least falling would have been like could have gone viral in some way. Like no one, not, not, you're shortening. A, going short on a first pitch doesn't go viral because we've seen it way too much now. I had a one of my buddy's dads who runs a like financial company. Like they had their like day at the ballpark a few years ago, so we bought us all out. We like we went there. We got like hot dogs and stuff and drinks. And he threw the first pitch and he, he threw a dart. It was very impressive. Nice. It looked good. I told Troy the other day when I saw him, I said he should do it like Henry uh, uh, Ron Gardner when he when he loses his arm strength. Yeah, he does the uh, the, the the floating. Float that's what I told him he should have done. If you're all nervous about this, I think you do the Bill Murray thing where you just like throw it in the crowd and then it's funny and people like laugh. 
and you can get away with not actually having to try to execute a pitch. What was the one in, I think, was it Big Bang Theory where Howard was to throw it out, and he was like, I can't do it, so he put it on a robot. So you can, you can keep making Big Bang Theory like references. I'm never going to get one. Keep it so it's the first one I've made in who knows months. But still, like whenever it happens, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't well, watch. There's it. people that are out there watching. I'm not, I'm not a banger. Talking, I'm not talking. To you. I, I agree. <laughs> not, a, not, not a banger. <laughs> Any bangers over here? But like 60 billion people watch the damn show. Someone's getting a reference. BBT. <laughs> it's such a great short time. Uh, we have a quick Lamar Jackson update. Famously, he still does not have a contract extension. No. Nope. Still working on it. Eagles are going to trade for him next season. By the way, that'd be great. They're going to give him Jalen Hurts in a draft pick. Uh, Ari Miroff, who covers Pro Football Focus, apparently yep. was uh, was was t- covering this and talked. said Lamar Jackson was asked today if he's comfortable going into the season while still negotiating a contract extension, and Lamar's response was no. There will probably be a cutoff at some point. He then was asked if he thinks something eventually gets done before the season, and his quote was, I think so. Okay. I mean. Pay that man his the, money. The thing is, is the, the bar's been set with Kyler Murray. Even though, did you see Kyler Murray has to take like an independent study course? Okay. <laughs> to do his co- would so, that be a game a deal breaker for you? Someone, I feel like you would have so much of an issue with that. Someone sent in a text. I don't think we got to it, and I did a reply to it after the show one day that that, that brought because this, this is old news. If you haven't seen yeah. the Kyler Murray signs his contract, two hundred like fifty million. But part of the criteria of the contract is he has to like film study. And someone texts in the show, texted in us again later on. I don't think we got to it on the air. I know we didn't. It was like you know, did you see this? What do you think about it? Like my first, I think mean, the first thing I think of is it, is it bad they have to put it in or it ha- had to include this as a as a criteria of the contract, or is it sad that they have to put this as a criteria in the contract? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's what does that say about? I mean, I feel like this is a Trevor Kelsey contract where they would have to put stuff in there like this. Like th- th- they also what does like that a, say no, that you no have Arby's to, clause? I mean, but <laughs> no graders after midnight clause. I mean, <laughs> again, I would say those. <laughs> what I'm what I'm arguing is something that should be logical and not even like debated of being done. But neither you didn't get ordering hundred dollars worth of graders at midnight is probably not common sense either. I mean, the fact that you have to force him to take this contract, he has to do film study. I mean, is that just saying he's not doing it now? I think he had a comment where he was I like, feel like, "That's the implication." I think he had like a comment recently where he was like, "Oh, I don't watch. I do film study. I'm just naturally gifted, or something like that." Uh, I mean, no, that's not. It, it makes me think of like the I watched that the, the cool Michael Vick documentary a couple years ago, and he's sitting with Jim Mora, and he's talking about how Mora used to give him the DVDs with the the, the strategy on it and stuff. And he says, "Coach, I'm not gonna lie. I've never watched a one of them." And coach kind of like giggles about it now, and he goes, "I'm." 100% sorry. He's like, if I'd wa- I could have been such a better quarterback if I just let you make me watch one of these, one of yeah. these a day. And that's what I see. I'm like, why? I get, I get it. You're physically gifted. You can get away with doing stuff. It's the NFL, man. It's just, they're watching film on you. I promise you. And as a result, those gifts are going to fall short way more than they should, sooner than they should. If you're not doing, I mean. This reminds me of Bibi Miles in front of Lies. I got a lift. This is God given. Yeah. All I got to yeah. do is show I up. I don't need a lift. Exactly. I mean, I was surprised they gave him the contract a little bit. I don't think Kyler Murray's worth it. I'm not. I kind of was too. It's a high number. I'm not as big on Murray. I mean, maybe I'm biased for for Jackson because of the Louisville thing. Because you could you could say, well, if you're not big on Murray, then how can you be on Jackson type thing? And that's understandable. But hey, Jackson's at least six two, not five ten. And I'm not just hate. I'm not you know biased against the short. Now was it? So was it just the? Because I know the film study thing was, but they also had a clause in there that said he has to take like an independent study. 
Now, what's four hours of independent study per game week? Independent study would be like, is that like football study? That's I, I, I don't understand. Like, I know that the film study thing was part of this. It's got to be football related, I would assume. Or is it like, is he taking a class on like, I don't know, like the Revolutionary War? Criminology. He's going to be Batman. <laughs> how, <laughs> dead spiders picking up small objects and carrying them a small distance and how it works. Like, what's going on here? He's taking a law class. Four, <laughs> honestly, I'd be pissed. Four hours. Like, if, if it were like a, if it was football related, that'd be fine. But if it is like four hours of independent study on like a, a topic of my choice, I'd be like, the hell with this. I'll watch a Ken Burns documentary or something. I mean, he did. I mean, he's had to get a degree at some point. He was in college for four years, wasn't he? Uh, I mean, what didn't he spend four years? Because, but it was Oklahoma. Oh my bad. <laughs> four years in Oklahoma is like two years in a junior college. And he's playing baseball during the <laughs> summer, so he probably didn't get to take those classes. Like, in all honesty, like, cause, like that's how all these guys graduate early. Is they take, they take them, yeah. I mean, you basically have three full semesters because a lot most of these guys, if they go home, it's for like three weeks before the summer sessions start, whether it's football or basketball. Then you take three summer sessions. It adds up to basically an extra semester of college. So you're mm-hmm. you can be done in two and a half years, pretty much. And Kyler Murray, with him playing baseball in the summers, probably didn't get a chance to do that. And he was getting paid for it too, wasn't he? Yeah, he got drafted. Two hundred thirty million dollars. That seems high. I and mean, if you're not gonna watch game film, if you do that lazy bat, then just go play baseball, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm going to it. I'm not going dis- to. I don't. I don't mean to like disrespect baseball for those that like tell me it's, but like when it comes to like, I was surprised prepar- football. When it co- uh, you're, you're not, you're not alone. The injury I, concern. I was shocked too, because especially yeah, you can and the contract offer that he got from the A's. You can make more in baseball. I know he's making what he just signed is a, is amazing a, a baseball level contract. And he's little, but you would. I mean, you're more likely to make that if not more in baseball and play longer in baseball than you are in football. I guess he could do the Bo Jackson and go back if something happened. I mean, he's like pissed about this. I don't know if you saw the press conference he did. It was like I saw it right before we left here. Like he was at the podium today for the first time meeting with the media since the contract details came out. And he's like, he's very defensive when it comes when the independent study stuff comes up. Like he's like, it's laughable. All these things that I'm hearing about because he thinks he doesn't need it. And he's (laughs) well, he thinks he he thinks that he does do enough film study and he's like all this stuff that people are talking about they don't know what they're talking about and it's pissed like he's very clearly upset about this so maybe this this i don't know spurs him on to even greater things or maybe it becomes such a distraction that he starts sucking the, the other thing is and maybe he's right but you're about to make 200 million dollars guaranteed you know what give up four hours of your week i will volunteer to be <laughs> his independent study advisor for like i don't know like, a mill. Yeah. I mean, give, exactly. me one, give me one of that mill. Throw me one million and I will do all your classes for the rest of your contract. Four hours. Yeah. Not a problem. I mean, come on. I'll watch that film. I'll watch it. I'll do notes on it. I'll, 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 I'll rewrite a book of the, Colin Murphy's film for dummies and give it to you in footnotes. Uh, Tess wants us to ask if we've t- or asked if we've talked about the the deja vu being struck by lightning. Did you see that story? <laughs> I did. <laughs> KRC was talking about it. Is that what happened? It was struck by lightning. Struck by lightning um, and caught on fire. And that is a deja vu that I have attended before. Well, I've- there's only one deja vu, right? Is that the only one? I thought there was only one. That was my first ever strip club. It was mine too. The when I was like, I just turned 18. My buddy Doug. I was not 18. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Well, as you know, breaking the law, breaking, breaking the, the law. law. As you know, and you may not know, if you're under 21, you only had two options of strip clubs. You had the the Boo and Trixies. You had the Boo and the one side of Trixies because the yeah. other side had you're alcohol. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, that was it. And so I remember the day I turned 18, my buddy Doug, who was like 19, I think he's older than me. Uh, we went, yeah, we went to the deja vu. That was the, that was the day I learned that, uh, strippers don't actually like you. And you, <laughs> you have the money. Like that was a harsh lesson I learned that, that, that night. I always thought that, like that was a, like seeing it on <laughs> movies and stuff. Where they would do like the whole like you know they, they they play up to you and they flirt with you and like they don't actually like you thing. I always thought that was overblown, and then it was like the second time where I went where one of the the, the, <laughs> the girls actually said like we're so happy some cool guys like you came in. Like usually the guys that come in here are such losers, and I was like oh my god it's happening. Maybe, I was like I was like they really do do this. I just made me think of that. I watched the South Park Raisins episode. It's exactly like it's, it's the real thing. Like they exactly. Hi sweetie, I'm so glad you're here. Most people come in here so losers. She gave us that exact same spiel, and I was like oh god no. And and in the back of your mind, you're like, well, maybe she's being honest. And then, like, there's that there's that rational part of you that's like, no, please stop. <laughs> first of all, first side note, I haven't watched new seasons, but I love Butters. Second, I mean, how can you not? Butters is so great. There's so many butter lines I could quote, and I just I don't I can't start now. Um, you can lose track of what I was talking about. What were we talking? I was tra- oh yeah, so KRC talked about that, and I actually sent them a text to that show because they before I guess the news of it being lightning, they thought it was somebody lighting the fire on it, maybe possibly uh, disgruntled them. Oh. And so I texted it. I was like, uh, they were trying to figure it out. My text was, it was, it was, the fire was started by the one ugly one who was tired of the, of the ridicule. Trevor. Do, do you remember, well, you remember, you remember Deja Vu's slogan? Yeah, I do. A hundred beautiful girls and one, one ugly, ugly one. one. Yeah. yeah. That was the slogan. Yeah. That was theirs. So that was who started it. The one ugly girl. She's pissed. She got tired of the ridicule. Uh, oh, that's funny. Laugh. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> sense of humor in this place yeah there is <laughs> um <laughs> texture says the thing about the baseball contracts is that all that money is guaranteed yeah that i was shocked plus like the shelf life of a baseball player if you're good enough is much longer than the shelf life of an nfl quarterback uh, especially if, when you're his size like yeah six foot I mean, I, you can argue now, though, but with with guys playing into the early 40s and quarterback though with some of the, the game has changed slightly in that scenario yeah, maybe, but still, like I would take if I'm good enough at both to be a like a in an ideal situation, a ten year pro. I'm choosing baseball over football just for health reasons. I yeah. feel like it's oh, much I'm... much likely that you see the the full extent of those ten years than it is if you're a football player. But if, I you're, agree. if you're like if you're good enough to be the best quarterback in the NFL, clearly that's better and a bigger deal than being the best. I don't know, right fielder in the NFL in the MLB. I mean, Texas I, says, by the way, it's Trevor. It was the sign was it's three ugly ones. Oh, it's three ugly ones. I remember it as one ugly one too. I always thought it was one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, to, to question that texture. I, I think it was one. A bunch of people have also pointed this out. I don't know if you've seen it. I did see it. The there's a chart that correlates Kyler Murray. He's like yearly drop off in performance is directly in line with the release of Call of Duty. <laughs> is it really? Yes. The, I mean, the old he, he, strong thing. He has faded in, 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 in as years ago. I mean, you assume it's wear and tear on the season. But, but. the chart is like it's. It, I've got to show you this chart because it is exactly at the release of the game every single year. Like the re- the game is released on Tuesday, and like that Sunday, his numbers take a significant dip. And it reminds me of the Charlie Strong quote. Remember when he was like, "They've been playing that Call of Duty. What's yeah. that game called? Like that's why we lost to Pitt." And Maybe there's some truth there. Maybe, but strong and embrace field games. Remember, that's how Bridgewater learned the, uh, learned the offenses by inserting the uh, playbook onto the uh, college football video game. Not a bad It's honestly not a I bad idea. I still find that. I still don't know why more teams don't do that. I think it's genius still. 
Texas says, Kyler's problem is Twitch and video games. Someone at Pro Football Focus created a graphic. Yeah, that, that shows season stats drop. It, it is the, – the graphic is – I still don't know if it's like like entirely accurate, but it is kind of eerie. <laughs> it's a coincidence. Texture says from yesterday's midriff fetish thing to today's strip club, you guys are on a roll. Thanks. <laughs> no midriffs at the uh, deja vu. Thank you. Texas, <laughs> good news. Crumb Hall is almost open. The residence uh, rooms look like 250 a night hotel rooms. Just wow. Nice. It's, they should. I mean, if we're gonna if you're doing a new dorm room for basketball players, I know it's other sports too. But they're calling it Crumb Hall. This is primarily for men's basketball. You ever stayed like in a two hundred fifty? I mean, like not not just a room that was like being overcharged for two hundred fifty bucks, but like a legitimate like non seasonal in the middle on non Friday like two hundred fifty dollar night room. I'm trying to like think. a real expensive room. Like I, I've stayed in a couple rooms that are about that high. We got there was one time we went to a hotel when I was like, on family vacation where they accidentally like booked the entire hotel, and so we got upgraded to the penthouse suite. Like that was cool, um, that was unique. We also we stayed at when we went to when Mary and I went to Italy. One of the, probably the coolest place I've ever stayed. It was a like they it had been formerly a, like a like a house for a princess, like a castle in Italy. You and had like me a castle and princess actually. And like they they redid it into like a basically like a hotel in Florence. And we stayed in a room. It has all these like the ceilings were insanely high, and they had all these like cool paintings that had been redone, but that were technically still there when it was a, a castle like that was that was pretty cool i mean i've had to stay at some like i did a trip in vegas where it was, i just the room was not worth 250 but i had to pay like i don't know it was like 200 bucks for the room or something that was outrageous the only other times was when i stayed at the Westin in chicago before i did sports jeopardy i wanted to stay like at the Westin because that was where the hotel was the jeopardy contest was at 9 a.m i figured no better way than just stay in the hotel it's that that way i can get up you know go in there sure and, Yada, yada. And th- those rooms are way overpriced. I've stayed at that hotel twice. On like Michigan they, Avenue. Yeah. yeah I they, mean, it was, it was 200 and something bucks. It was outrageous. Uh, then I got like room service, which didn't really start me on that, even though they had queso cheese sticks that were just to, to no, throw. That's, that's your fault. Um, the second time was actually in Cooperstown when I, <laughs> I, so I booked my, I did this Hall of Fame trip I've told you about, and I did the hotels and I did like, I was cheap on the hotels. And Cooperstown's hard to be in. You, you, you got to be picky. I mean, you can't be picky hotels in Cooperstown. It's, it's a village. It's literally a small town. Uh-huh. And so I, I stayed in this place that was a little bit outside of Cooperstown. But I get there at like middle, early evening. And I, I just, I, I can't tell you how much I feared for my life. Like, I mean, it was murder <laughs> movie scene. I mean, it was it was in the woods. It was like on a, off of a hill. Like, I go to my room, and this is in 2013. Like, I open it up, and it's got, like, this, like, box cube TV on the dre- end of the dresser. Yeah. Like, the whole room just, like, is this, the creepiest vibe you ever feel. And I'm just like, I'm not staying here. Like, I, I'm, no. I just, I'm not going to do this. So I just went, I gave my sister, she was like, well, we can't refund your money. Like, I don't care. You can keep the 80 bucks. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. But the worst thing about it was, you also can't get internet very well in Cooperstown. So I had to drive for an hour to just to park and get internet, just so I could try to find a hotel. God. There's only one hotel in Cooperstown. Everything else is bed and breakfast. And it's uh, it's like a be- it's a I think it's a Best Western. All they had available was their penthouse suite. Nah, so you just bought it. So it was like 400 bucks for the night. Oh. Don't get me wrong. Beautiful room. But I'm sure not like an ideal Oh, penthouse. like you had the hot tub, you know, in the middle and everything. Yeah, I mean, this was like, but I'm like, I'm here for like six hours. That's um, it, and I'm paying this much money for it, but yeah. Podcast, tra- uh, podcast driver Danny last a couple weeks ago was he's, I told you he was traveling the country for yeah. selling pipe. 
but he uh, <laughs> he had to go to Baltimore for a weekend. And he was like, I figured I'd save like a little bit of money, like maybe go see some stuff in Baltimore. So like I booked a hotel in downtown Baltimore, even though I was told not to. Like, like has he never seen The Wire? That's exactly what I, what I said. He's like, it was. He's like, yeah, it's a mistake. He's like, he's like, it is. I thought there's no way it could possibly be that bad. Like the way it's downtown, you know, it's a major city. It can't be that bad. He's like, you know. he's like, I am not leaving. I was like, go outside and start teaching some kids how to play chess. That's, yeah, that's the only way to, to go. deliver. Nice. King stays the king. Like that, that's all you got to do. You'll be endeared. People will respect you. They'll start tossing you their drugs. That's I mean, the way did, it's gonna work. did he walk out and ask somebody who had to get to Amsterdam? I mean, he made a mistake. It was a if, bad mistake. If someone asks you to name a Baltimore rapper, just run. <laughs> Turn around and run, Danny. Don't even look back. <laughs> if we've learned three things from that show, those are those three things. Let's take a break. We'll come back. we got about uh, 25 minutes in the 5 o'clock hour before we'll turn things over to the Cardinal Insider. I will take your text there at 502-414-1450. The Mike Rutherford Show returns after this here on 1450 The More the Tupac song. Oh, this song. I like, I like the Tupac one. Yeah. Plus, this kid played at LSU. Except the Tupac, the Tupac um, song, it, like half of it is just uh, I wonder if Heaven Got a Ghetto. Like the his verses from that just yeah. revamped and touched up slightly. I liked Roger Horn's music, especially when I was a kid and this came out. I was like, God, I was yes. into it. Another video. Jamming on the keys. Trevor, though, you gotta learn to hold your own. They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone. <laughs> In terms of like outdated Tupac lyrics, that wow. one maybe the most. Got to learn to hold your own. They get jealous when they see it with your mobile phone. I mean, mobile phone. What year did that come out too? Well, he died in '96, so it had wow, to have been that was. I mean, like mobile. Yeah, you had a mobile yeah. phone in the early mid '90s. I mean, my dad back in the day, I had a beeper, and I thought it was cool back in like '93, '94. My dad had the car phone with like the whole like wire oh, built man. into the car. Yeah, we thought it was hot stuff back he, then. He was living large childhood over well, there. Yeah, he was trying. He was trying to make get his own business going. He had to have I mean, the phone in the car. Yeah, and then it. Uh, you had to phone the car, man. You were like Gordon Gecko levels. Well, it didn't last long. <laughs> it did not last long. When, uh, well, you were. Yeah, yeah it says where the, even the five years comes up. Because see, I was gonna ask you when you got your first cell phone, but I you were probably like in like you were you were younger than much younger than I was. I was a junior in high school. Yeah, I was. I now I had a pager when I was in high school, but. Um, I had uh, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was twenty, which would have been two thousand. But like cell phones, so you were around that same time. So like I was a junior in oh one oh two. So I actually like, had it before you then. Yeah. Yeah. Cell phones like were just kind of becoming. It wasn't like a you have to have one to like 
be keeping touch with your friends. No, thing no, you still, you we still were calling it our like parents' house, and, like saying, like, "Hey, yeah. can I please speak to Andrew." We still had beepers as well. So pay phones were a common thing. I pay mean, phones were still a big deal. Yeah, but like cell phones, it was crazy how quickly it happened. Because junior year, I remember I got a like I only got a cell phone for like when I was starting because I had my license and I was like having to go out more. And I was yeah. going out more with friends and like you know, driving to stuff by myself. And so my parents wanted me to have, but it was like those prepaid cell phones. And so like you just like put the you had to, like pay for like 60 minutes on the phone and it was so big my friends called it the cordless it was like a zach morris phone like, like, but <laughs> barely, one of those? like barely fit in the pockets of like my jeans where it's going out like, it was terrible uh, and then i finally got like a real cell phone like senior year that could like and then senior year is when i feel like texting started becoming a thing that i mean i, I know this sounds weird to think for me but like i was on the forefront of texting just because, like, I did it because I just I just didn't want to, like, talk to people. So I would always just, like, hey, what's this text saying? But, like, I didn't have a phone that could like, text I, I until would, senior year. Oh, I didn't. Well, I had the <clears> – I started texting when I had my first flip phone, which would have been, like, 02. Yeah, I had a flip phone. It was, like, same year. It was 02 or 03, my yeah, senior year of high school. My, my first, first phone could do nothing, literally, besides call. Uh, Well, no, my first one – well, I had text. Well, I had the Nokia oh. that had the faces on it. You could get the Louisville Cardinal. I had that, way. too, yeah. That was when I – and the only reason I had that phone was because – um, there was a Nokia store like right around the corner next to Cinnabon, and I was working at Pizza. I'm uh, not Pizza. Uh, I was working at Cardboard Heroes and the Coffee Beanery uh, around the corner from it at the same time. So I, I just, I the, the woman like managed it. She'd come in. I talked to her all the time. Yada yada yada. So that's how she didn't convince me to get a phone. And it lasts. I think I had it for like two months before the bill was so so high that like I get that's a, I know you like, you had a prepay, so you didn't maybe understand it, but like. Going back and telling kids a day, like, the amount of crap you had to pay with cell phones. Oh, it was insane. Like, the, 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 oh, don't call me till after nine thing. Because you had, you, oh, yeah. I mean, I'll call you back. I only got so many minutes. Yeah. Let me hit you up after nine. I'm out of range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, the roaming. I mean. I remember I had a buddy. T- text, you didn't get text plans. Like, when I started texting, my first bill, my, like, when I started doing that was outrageous because. You didn't have an It was a plan. quarter of text. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't realize it because it was something new to the to the whole game. Because like the first, the, when my friends and I start, all started getting cell phones, like there wasn't, we didn't have the phones. There was no internet capability. It oh was no, just no, call, was, yeah. And then some people had text. I had one friend who like his parents were both doctors, and he had like he had the ability to like search the internet on his phone, but you had to pay. So like we were out at like Steak and Shake. I remember this vividly. <laughs> and one of my friends who's like a big Red Sox fan was like, "Hey, can you look up the Red Sox score?" And he's like. It's gonna cost me three bucks. Do you, <laughs> like, do you want to, and my buddy paid him three bucks to look up the Red Sox score on his phone uh, because that was just a totally different era. Different I mean, time. it was yeah, it's crazy. That, I had the poor Nokia. My dog ate the damn screen. I remember. Oh. I said, but that phone, man. That my first bill. I think God knows how much it was over. And uh, yeah, that was it was outrageous. Then I remember, but that was I was on the cusp. But my last beeper was the Motorola beeper. That you could actually put. Never mess- had a beeper because you couldn't. Like I had the old school beeper that you see that just the numbers. The um, uh, the old school Motorola from the early nineties. It was light blue of all things, and had a, but had a teal green one too. But then I got the Motorola that had, you could put messages on it, which was a cool. Which which that was as that was as cool as it got before cell phones. Hmm. I, I miss the beeper days too, because beeper days you could just be like, oh my bad, I didn't have a quarter, I couldn't get back to you. Like cell phones, you can't avoid people in that way. I'm with you. Like you can't. You, I mean, you can you can put them like a, you can block their number. Maybe and they don't know you're, you're doing it, or you can ignore the text. I guess, but like it's it's harder to like ignore. You have to come up with more excuses to ignore. Like so, paper days, you can just be like, I, 
I didn't have a quarter with me, man. I was out. Of, I didn't. I was out on the road. I'm with you. Uh, Texas, do you all really believe the staff is reserving three scholarship spots in case of IARP punishment, or is the staff using it as a convenient excuse? It's a good leeway to something that I was going to talk hmm. about. Uh, Jeff Greer in his latest newsletter, which came out today, he lays out um, basically like the what I'm hearing type deal. And he, Greer has he's got good sources with the NCAA. I know he was always on top of things the last time we had a run in with the NCAA. But he said he's kind of heard that if Louisville adds Fabio Basile, which Again, if they can get this, the transcript stuff worked out, that's going to happen. He'll be a member of next year's team. It's just a matter of if that can happen. I almost forgot about that name. It's been yeah, so long. We're still waiting. Yeah. But if that can happen, he says Louisville plans to keep the other three scholarships open because they anticipate a scholarship reduction punishment coming from the IRP. And this would make sense. If they do decide to punish Louisville in some quote-unquote significant way, and they are keeping with their stated intention of not punishing players, coaches, programs that no longer have anybody involved in the actual punishments that we're discussing, which would include Louisville, then scholarship reduction would seem to be the route that they would go as opposed to posting the bans, which I think most Louisville fans would be fine with, right? I'd be more, much more content with, I mean, I don't like it, but I'd be much more content with it than I would a postseason ban, yeah. Yeah, you're probably looking at also, obviously, probation and then some financial punishments, which I think also Louisville fans will be fine with. Yeah. Um, but if is that the case? At this point, yeah, I would say probably because they're trying to load up in this 2023 class. You feel like typically this stuff usually works itself out in terms of scholarship numbers. Like guys will transfer that you weren't expecting. Maybe somebody decides to go pro that you weren't expecting. But if they do want, if they are trying to take four or five guys in this 2023 class, which it certainly seems like Kenny Payne is attempting to do, you're going to have to have a ton of guys leave unless you're not going to get the scholarship hit, which I think they are anticipating. So leaving those three scholarship opens does does make sense in that vein because you're probably no, losing at least two for next year. Yeah, and you're I mean and you're right. I mean like and I think we I think we've talked about this before where, you know, we went with especially with Miller going from like scholarship to walk on that they don't want to give out too many long term scholarships because they're looking more to the future of the class opposed to, to I didn't even think about the the possible scholarship deduction things coming up. Now, that being said, if they are doing that with the preparation of thinking that's going to happen, what's there to say they don't know what else is the punishment could be coming? I mean, if they're, if they're preparing for that to be part of the punishment, then I would think they should know or have a good feeling leaning which way or another whether a, pro, a year probation is coming along with it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, if, you, if you've already got some kind of inside, inside source that's telling you, hey, this is you're looking at probably going to have a couple scholarships reduction this year. Or maybe they're just thinking logically. And you don't want to do that with the NCAA. Yeah, exactly. Or any other any other body of work in terms of that way. I mean, lo- logic is the last thing you want to use when trying to determine what they're going to do. And maybe it is a convenient excuse. Maybe because we know that they we know they tried to get kids that were in their transfer portal and just didn't get them. So yeah. maybe they were trying to get a couple, and now they're just saying, well, you know. But, don't, don't just go get anything to get anything, maybe. I mean, maybe. that's not a bad thing. I mean. It could be. Um, Especially like you said, when you don't want to be, because then you're sitting on a situation where you do that, and then next year you have a chance of getting, you know, three good players, and you have to just now you got to tell this poor kid who came to you for one year, you offer scholarship to thanks but no thanks, and you don't want to be that type of dude. I'm with and you, I don't think Kenny sure. seems like that kind of guy. Um, Cal would, but Kenny wouldn't. Texas says the douchebags on 680 just said the Card Chronicle hasn't had a visitor in years aside from that Jack kid. I don't even know what that Jack, in reference to Jack Harlow. <laughs> Maybe. Why? Why are they talking trash about you over in six eighty? I don't know. And I mean, are you gonna force? Are they gonna force me to say it? Do it. I mean, do it. Do it. I do have like 
I think we have like 15,000 more visitors than they have people listening to the show. <laughs> yes! Uh, now, uh, <laughs> uh. what is sweet? You know what? This, I'm, I'm, this is my fault. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall on this one for you. Sweeney, you, you are collateral damage in, in a feud between me and Sweeney right now. Because what are you feuding over? He's pissed because I took not one but two guys he wanted in our fantasy dynasty draft that's going on still currently. He's already told me he's like, dude, you took the guy I wanted. And so now he's, I'm ca- so I'm catching strays at Card Chronicle. You're catching strays at Card Chronicle. Now in defense, the guy in the second round I took from that he wanted was John Meshi. So yeah, wow. But he should be he should be thanking me for that one. But uh, yeah, he I, I think that's what happened is you're you're catching strays from from my bad doing. Well, I don't like that. That's not fair. And by the way, don't be. I know I know that Jack's not a part of this. Jack loves me too much. Oh, Jack's yeah. my man. Yeah. Uh, Texas Mike asked Trevor his thoughts on Airbnb. We know your thoughts on Airbnb. They, I, they, You're very anti. N- I'm no. I, first of all, I don't like bed and breakfasts. I'm sorry. And don't give me the it's not a bed and breakfast. Then what's the B and B stand for, morons? <laughs> Texas a smart move. Um, Team Hotel. <laughs> Texas a smart move by the Ravens not committing long term to Lamar. Flacco won when it mattered, and Lamar hasn't and won't. I mean, Flacco gets one championship. It's like, Come on. Uh, <laughs> you might want By the way, Texas, do you know Flacco is still currently playing and a, a dollar to where he is without you googling it? Ooh, I've got. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Well, I think you told me the other day though, and I, for, I already forgot. I tell you now, he got traded last year in the middle of the season. Is he the backup of the Bills? He started with the Eagles last year, and then we tra- we dumped him when we signed somebody else. So we, then we traded him to the Jets, and that's where he currently is. Oh, he's the Jets. That makes yeah. more sense. Which which he didn't even get to play over Mike White, former Western guy who got to play. And beat the Bengals last year, I might add. Speaking of the Jets, did you see Makai Becton got moved to right tackle? That Not to play left tackle. Yeah. He, he should be right. I, I don't get – I mean, yeah, he's a better – he needs to be right tackle. Because Fant is solid at left tackle. He played real well last year when Makai was hurt. So, they're going with that. Oh, poor Fant. <laughs> I remember talking with Greg Braub. He was on the staff and Fant, the year Fant was almost like – tried out for the football team but didn't make it at Western. He's like, what were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> his, his kid, we told this kid he couldn't, couldn't make it with us. And then like a year later, he's playing in the NFL, which did literally come out of nowhere. <laughs> Texas is going back to the whole DJ Wagner, will he do a presser, will he not do a presser thing. Texas is actually, I think if DJ holds a presser, he's going to UofL. He wouldn't do his grandpa dirty like that in a public event. Yeah, but either way, he's doing I mean, somebody dirty. Yeah, I was going to say, well, technically going to UofL doesn't do the dad dirty because UofL, in this world at least. Well, he said grandpa. Okay, yeah, but I mean, he's not. You said he do, he's doing someone dirty in the family. I would thought you meant. I mean, he considers Calipari to be like family. Like his dad considers him to be family. Yeah, like but he considers KP to be dad like too. He's he's come. Which, like, like I said, either way, yeah. he's going to be doing some familial relation, but dirty, le- legitimate blood family. Like in, unless the, his actual dad goes to UK in some way, and 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 we get to that world. But right now, in the current world, he's not. So it'd be it would be doing Louisville picking Kentucky over Louisville would be doing the actual family more dirty. I think. That makes sense. I don't know, man. Because I mean, he's that's the only blood family he's got between the two is his grandpa right now. I mean, you can have a father like figure in Cal or KP, but that's not the main actual blood. Blood's thicker than water. I wonder if this is weighing at all. And that matters. In this. Like, I don't know enough about DJ Weiner to know because there's a part of me that wants to feel bad for him that he's having to choose, and like he's obviously going to let down somebody that he feels close to or that his family feels close to. But I wonder if he's that type of kid or if he just is like you know. I'm on top of the world. Whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to do. Like, sorry, people get hurt. This is a business. I don't know what what his mentality is. If he even like really cares about letting somebody down, because at the end of the day, like you know, 
this won't be the first time if he's as good as people think he's going to be long term, where he's going to have to make a decision that's going to hurt the feelings of somebody he's close to because it's be- it's based in his best interest. I, you know, my mind always goes to movies. Uh, I wish you ever seen that people do the clips where they put they, they a movie clip, they put the uh, real people's heads replacing it to, to play out the scene. Yeah, I want to do that with DJ Wagner in the scene from Catch Me If You Can when he has to pick between his parents. And he, I don't know if you remember the movie well enough, but he, young Leonardo goes in there and he's like, the lawyer's like, I remember. He's like, just put a name on. And the dad's like, just pick a name, son. Put whatever on there. <laughs> and the kid's like, he's like having a panic attack. And the, dad, and the dad's like, the mom's like, you've got to make a decision. Make a decision. And like, I could just put <laughs> Cal and, and Kenny Payne's heads on the parents. Oh. The next scene, you got DJ as Leonardo running down the street, like just running away from everything. That's, that'd be funny, right? Yeah, I'm that'd with be that. That'd go viral, man. I'm with that. Okay. Texas, I don't know if you've seen a lot of Gucci stuff, Mike, but a lot of it is hideous looking. Yeah, it looks bad, but it's like, it's it, like there's still fashion people who like, I, I don't know what they look at, I don't know what determines this, who will think that's it's like fancy. I that's know. my problem with it. I want straight trash bag look. I didn't know what Gucci was until like five years ago. You know what Gucci is? Like, I, don't, I couldn't pick it out of a lineup, but I, I know what it is. I just, I think my buddy's wife was talking about a, some purse she spent like 500 bucks on. I'm like, I've never heard anything so dumb. And then she's like, what is that Gucci? And I'm like, ooh, wow, that didn't made me impressed. I mean, Gucci flip-flops. Back <laughs> That's another thing. I, I, you know, I buy, I buy flip-flops at Walmart, Target. I got my last pair of flip-flops at, I think, at the Walgreens. Texas says Trevor DJ Wagner has a half-brother at UK. Does he? I actually didn't know that. We're talking about pain. He's at Louisville now. He is. But I don't think that's who they're talking about. Does he? I didn't, I mean. Didn't know it. Can you give me more specific? What, who's this half-brother we don't know about? How's that not come up at any point? Texas Wagner should go to Princeton or Rutgers. No harm, no foul for anyone involved. <laughs> there is a part of me that wants, like, they would just laugh if that happened. Well, I told you that Auburn being the third team randomly. He goes oh, yeah, there, Auburn I mean. now isn't it? I mean, but that, I hate Bruce Pearl so much that I couldn't, like, that wouldn't even be funny to me. I'd be, I wouldn't be as pissed if he went to Kentucky, but I'd still be pissed. But what if DJ Wagner out of nowhere is like, I'm going to Washington State? I, I, Seton, uh, Seton Hall. Seton Hall. He gets that. That's another joke we made a little bit. Like, he just pulls the random hat out. I mean, Celine Holloway. He's done it, baby. Kareem Watkins is apparently the the half-brother of DJ Wagner. He's a walk-on at UK. There's two things I didn't know. A, he was his half-brother, and B, who he was, and he was on the team. 5'8 guard from, uh, from Camden. <laughs> hmm. Wow, Kentucky. I guess in one world they went after his dad, and this one they went after his half-brother. Texas Cal is that old uncle that the kids are told not to sit with at family events. <laughs> Back in my day, we called them funny uncles. <laughs> Texas George Fant and Shane Bahannon used to have battles in high school. I didn't. I do remember hearing about yeah. that when they were coming out of. I think is it George Fant who's like he's he's somehow related to like Wahoo McDaniel or something. I have no idea. Or but, no, Jenna Wahoo. What's a wrestler? Jimmy McDaniel's the was playing. This just Western, furthers yeah. my belief that Shane should have played football. Like Shane Bahannon would be the ideal. Could have played tight end. Could have played offensive line. Probably would have been a better football player. Football, pl- basketball players turned NFL. You have Fant. You have the, the Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez, obviously uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah. Um, what was the Julius oh, Peppers was both in college, but more football than, yeah. than basketball. And what was the guy that played at George Mason that tried to play tight end? Oh yeah, and he still he was. Um, I think he bounced around the league for a few. He's not in the league anymore, but. Oh. What was his name? But there's another one, the kid who played at um, Oh uh, uh, St. Joe's, who's just he's still playing tight end right now. Oh, was it okay? St. Joe's, I didn't remember. Was, was it like an O'Reilly or something? Oh, well, I, I know who you're talking about. The 
but he I don't think that's who it was. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of um I, I thought it was an O something, like oh not O'Reilly, but like oh I remember that player. I don't think I ever remember that he played um it was the guy that was on the George Mason Final Four team. I know, but I don't. I, I never remember him playing. Oh yeah, actually football. playing. The, yeah, he he tried out with the Giants, I believe, and didn't, maybe he didn't make the team. But um, and then there was the uh, the other the other center that also yeah I think want to say played for a Cinderella team was O something. And I can't remember his name. Now. That I, the guy that I'm thinking of played Norfolk State, who had like the O whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Norfolk State. Yeah, he, it was like Kyle uh, Rico Gathers from Baylor plays tight end for the Dallas Cowboys now. Oh yeah, Didn't Mo Ali Cox is who I was thinking of from VCU. He's playing. Oh tight end, yeah, right? he, he plays tight end for the Colts. Colts days decent. And he's actually. good. Yeah. yeah, he was the one because I remember watching. He was a guy that like I didn't know he played basketball. Actually, uh, he was great. I like, forgot he was a that big time yeah. basketball player. And I remember he was every time you watched him play, they would just do the thing where it was like I don't know if he can play football, but he's got that body type. And then sure enough, he just he can. He did it. Made it happen. I don't know why I just remembered this. This that made me think you posted that video of the '88 rap video from the Arizona team a couple uh-huh. months a week uh, weeks ago. I meant to bring it up to you that, one, I don't remember the rap, but everyone did raps in the 80s. But the thing I was kind of surprised and I didn't see was that was the team that also had Kenny Lofton on it. Nice. And he was on the he was on the bench. He Because I remember growing up, it was like you always you talked about guys that played in the Final Four but were stars in other sports. Kenny Lofton at Arizona and Don McNabb was on that Syracuse 96 team. There you go. So, there you go, yeah. Uh, Texas Mo Alley Cox is very good for the Colts. He is. Texas says, what are your thoughts on people using dead spiders to pick up heavy things up? <laughs> you already missed that portion of the show. I mean, it's just, it's just creepy in general. It is. Um, I can't see all these questions. We only have like a minute left. By the way, did you see the Reds bullpen blew another one today? Oh, what, what are you doing, Reds? Why don't we use Alexis Diaz to close? We mentioned him, Edwin's brother. He's very good. We used Strickland today. He gives up three runs in the ninth. What are we doing? Didn't you have Iglesias or whatever his name is? Rizal's gone. Oh, he is. Oh, he's with the Angels? Yeah. Wow. That. All of our best players went out well. Although Rizal, I think, sucks now. He was he's not that good either. But the guys for the Mariners have been tearing it up. Winker, Eugenio. Yeah, but they were good players to begin with. Yeah. Well, good. Winkler wins batting against he, he struggles against opposite pitching, doesn't he? You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, all right, we can't get to any of these. I appreciate are they these. bad or they no no can't. no, we just don't have time. Time shows up. We'll go chill in the car for half an hour and text them back. You can. If they're good. worthy. If you don't get text back from me, that means you just weren't worthy and you need to try harder. I do love – everybody keeps bringing up Wiley Brown for the Eagles, which I know you have extreme thoughts about, so I won't set you off there. <laughs> I told you the first time I you, met him, you, right? Yeah, you know. I know. I know, <laughs> I know how you feel about this. We've, we've covered this ground before. We have to how get out of here. How do you know about that? We are uh, – we're at Oxmoor Ford tomorrow over there by Oxmoor. Stop by and see us. We'll be there from 3 to 5.30. Uh, flick Trevor off. It'll be a great time. We'll have a, a fantastic day. Just don't drop out and throw a milkshake at me or something. I mean, that'd be uncool. We've got the Cardinal Insider coming up next for an hour, and then at 6.35, pregame coverage for the Louisville Bats start. 7.05, first pitch. Yeah. Bats going for five in a row tonight, taking oh, on the baby. Columbus Clippers. Uh, Columbus Sox, Louisville rules. Everybody have a fantastic Thursday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow live from Oxmoor Ford. That's just the way it is. Some things will never change. That's just the way it is. How oh, but don't you believe?